Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Loratin Podcast. Welcome to this most regal podcast. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Hi, I'm Anthony. Everybody, Morgan, Morgan facepawned. Morgan facepawned, and Henry and I had the exact same face. <laughs> I can't see anyone because I have to slide you up already. You can picture him. Oh, I would, 100, <laughs> I would 100% commit to doing that the entire fucking podcast. No, no. I can't. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done it that amount of time. That I so, <laughs> in the, in the sake seconds. of keeping things in alphabetical order, my name's Elena. I'm Anthony. I am Henry. And I'm Morgan. And, and this is... Okay, this is Lord In, and today we are talking about Aragon. Um, well, technically, we're going to talk about the inheritance uh, cycle, which is um, we'll just call it Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Aragon, uh, essentially, but yeah, it is a sixteen-year-old, no, fifteen-year-old uh, book. That was published by his family because they're rich and it's nonsense and it's terrible and things don't make any sense. Um, so so like, hopefully people will like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your guys experience with this series? I read the books as a kid, all three, and immediately and promptly forgot about all of them. There's actually like, four. The blue, there's, oh, fuck, there's four. <laughs> Aragorn, yeah, Aragorn Eldest, and the gold, the gold dragon one. Those are the three. Or singer, and then yeah. there was um, inheritance. I think after that. Oh uh, yeah, no, I got to that and promptly forgot everything that happened in all of them. I was so uninterested in this book. I only read them for school. You lucky <laughs> person. I want to have your brain. <laughs> uh, well, mine I... is that I haven't never read any of them. But you lucky I person. I've I seen the book covers, <laughs> and I heard about the movie, and I heard how much people fucking hated it, and that's been my experience. Ooh, ooh I did see my the movie experience. Too. I saw the movie is... too and hated it too. <laughs> my experience is similar. I never read any of them. I knew there was a movie, but like every, I just remember when the book for like the first book first came out. I think people were talking about, oh, this is going to be like the next Harry Potter. Because at the time, everyone was like, oh, it's the next Harry Potter. There's going to be a jillion movies and it's going to make so much You know, money. I might have heard that too, actually. Yeah. And then I just remember like after like the first one, it just like stopped being a thing and nobody cared. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the book and the movie are just so... The movie itself was so god fucking awful. I have a... Okay, so the movie is so bad. My whenever I try to think about it, my mind immediately goes to fucking Percy Jackson because I wrote those movies at the same exact time. <laughs> you just blended and them I, together. I, they were both so awful. I just mashed these two movies together in my brain because that's the only <laughs> way I conceptualize me watching both. One Percy Aragon, basically. <laughs> Oh god, that was so, the worst era for movies ever. Sorry, mm -hmm. fantasy movies. Yeah, back when everyone was trying to copy Harry Potter. Now mm -hmm. it's better that everybody's trying to copy Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think we're kind of past that phase now. Now I don't even know what phase we're in. 
We're in the Ezra Miller phase. Oh God, <laughs> the worst timeline. <laughs> but uh, Morgan, would you like to? What? How about what was your experience with it, Morgan? Um. So it was how do I explain this? Because my brain uh, is terrible. Um, so essentially what happened is that I read them when I was in, I think it was, um, like fifth grade through middle school. And then, um, I think that was it, fifth grade through middle school. And essentially from there, I like, you know, I, um, I watched the movie once. Uh, actually my family, they found the DVD and they were like, oh yeah, Morgan loves those books. Um, <laughs> so I watched the movie once and I said, haha, never again. And now I just have the DVD in my house, and I'm like, why do I have this? And I just keep never it again. I shall keep this as a memento of the thing that I hate. Literally. Oh, but but thank God I actually uh, gave away the books. So now I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> They've haunted you every day since. Oh you yeah, yeah. Them. But this um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it was the same thing, kind of with Twilight. Was that you know um, it became very popular, and then as he, like as more people read them and learned about it, they were like, "Oh God, this was actually quite terrible." So <laughs> like, because, because again, as I've said before, this was a fifteen year old fifteen year old's book, and mm -hmm. it shows quite a lot, and it <laughs> didn't seem like it was edited that well, um, because again, his parents published the book, but for some reason they didn't edit it like their son's book. So uh, it they, they they're like he could do it. He I think that's it. what happened. And so like there's just certain <laughs> things where I'm like that shouldn't be in in a children's book. And like you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> but anyway, I guess we should start. Let's go. Okay, so I'm gonna start with the first uh, book, and it's called Aragon. You know, named after. Um, so I like doing this. It's E R A, a G O N, like you know, mm. dragon, but. But without the D, it's an E. Ooh. The literal so next amazing. letter in the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> the literal next letter in the alphabet. And also the thing that doesn't so help. So subtle. And also the thing that doesn't help is that um, they, uh, the writer seems to steal a lot from Lord of the Rings. So you might mm. know someone named Aragorn. Um, <laughs> and that's oh just God. very similar. Aragorn, Aragorn. And they're both human. Hey. Ooh. Hey, here's the thing. I've never been into, like, fantasy stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a nerd, but I don't care much for, like, Western fantasy or medieval fantasy. Like, I love, like, like martial arts mysticism and, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, when it comes to, like, European fantasy, I'm like, eh. And so... I'm not very familiar with Lord of the Rings either. I know it's important. I know the movies made a bunch of money and were like the biggest deal ever, but I never cared enough to check them out, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of like me and uh, Star Wars a little bit. I just don't like Star Wars. My brain just goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's like start. All types of fantasy, but like, I just. Western medieval fantasy does get a bit tiring after a bit. I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. It's very much copy paste from Lord of the Rings. They mostly and... steal from Tolkien because he like, yeah. had the good ideas, and then everyone just kept copying him. Kind of like how it is with Marvel or Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. <laughs> so essentially, like this is just a very simple thing that uh, I'm not going to be showing this to any of our viewers, uh, any of our listeners. Cause, but basically, my slideshow was just very general stuff for people to actually see. Very simple. 
but I'm mostly just going to be talking. It's going to be um, very little actual visual stuff. So essentially, um, it starts with a prologue, uh, sorry, a uh, prologue, and essentially, um, no, it's... you got it right the first time. Prologue? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. No. Yes, the, no, no. That, that's what that's we're going not. with. <laughs> cut this, Henry. Whoever's Henry. editing it will we'll cut this part out. I, I and if you don't, you're fired. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay, so the prologue. So essentially, it starts with this thing. Uh, specifically, it starts with these bad guys um, that are uh, they're chasing these three elves. There's uh, one female and two male, and they're basically trying to capture this. Uh, blue stone that they have. The elves have stolen the stone from these bad guys. And uh, during this point, you know, the two male elves, they get killed and everything. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, uh, So basically, uh, the female elf, uh, she actually manages to use magic and then send the stone away. You know, it just disappears in her hand. And then for some weird reason, the main leader bad guy, for some reason, the writer says... Oh, yeah, uh, you know, so the elf was really hot and beautiful, but the bad guy didn't care about her looks. <laughs> what? Then why are you bringing it up? <laughs> it's, so, this. it's like, oh, this person was so hot, but it doesn't matter. They're cool. yeah, so, so like, hot, though. Look. Just look so, at how hot yeah, they so, are. So that happens. <laughs> and then uh, Aragon, he is in this area called the Spine. Um, essentially, it's kind of like this mystical forest that's apparently dangerous, but for some mm-hmm. reason, no one actually is in danger when they go into the spine. It's very strange. They always say, oh, this place is dangerous, but nothing bad actually happens in the spine. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just a random forest. But anyway, um, you know, Aragon's hunting in this area, and then he actually finds this blue rock. It's very big. It looks, you know, it's very, um, it's kind of like just like this oval kind of shape and everything. Um, so he actually, like, so, uh, so, so he comes back with this rock, and he's just like, um, so I didn't really catch deer, but I'm kind of hungry. Can someone, like, buy this from me? And they're all like, no, I don't want a random <laughs> it's rock. A, it's <laughs> a fucking rock, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, Is it at least shiny? Can you at least, like, use it in jewelry? Uh, no, no. So it's, it's a large rock. I think of, like, you know, like, like a, a really... Large, they, yeah, kind of like a boulder almost. Like a wait, so wait, he just carried the boulder around. He's like, Does anybody want to buy this? Literally, yeah. he goes to the wait, What did he do? Did he like pick it up on his shoulders and like had like a giant boulder on his back? Like, it's well, no, like no, a watermelon. Please it's like a buy watermelon. this. No, no, it's like, oh, it's like watermelon. A watermelon. Size. Yeah, oh, okay. like watermelon. The thing size. that gets me the most reading is even as a kid when I first read this, I'm like, This kid has lived in this for in this area this in, his entire life. He understands what these people want. Why on earth would he think they would want a stupid rock? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to feed my family. <laughs> so, actually, so essentially, it's really weird, but essentially what happens is that, um, so like, he realizes that it's like, it's hollow. So what he actually does is that like, he starts hitting the rock with like random objects. So he's like, okay, you know, I'm going to try and use like a chisel or a mallet. And then like, for some reason, the rock starts squeaking and he's just like, hmm, I don't think I really heard anything from the rock, but you know, I, I'm just going to keep it like on the shelf. So I don't even know. No, like, he does so- not keep, he does not like connect the dots. This is an egg. 
He doesn't he connect, does not the, connect the dots. So, it's a hollow rock that uh, makes shaped like an egg. noises, but not. It kind of sounds. Rock. <laughs> it's kind of sounds like an egg breaking. Oh well. So this actually, <laughs> for some weird reason, I don't know why uh, Paolini uh, wrote this, but since he's so, like he has the rock on a shelf, right? So like, I don't know why, but for some weird reason. He keeps doing this thing where it's like, oh, you know, uh, the rock squeaks and it's shaking. So then, for some reason, Aragon has, like, a knife underneath his mattress and, like, pulls it out. Just like, oh, what's the noise happening? And then, like, it's just the rock shaking and squeaking. And then he's like, oh, I'm so mad. And then he goes back to sleep. And then the rock starts squeaking and shaking. And then he's like, oh, what's that sound? Pulls out the knife again. (laughs) (laughs) And then again, he's just like, oh, the rock's squeaking and shaking. It's so dumb. You know, it's like, what? How, like, how long does it take for it before he finally figures it out? Like, this is like, so it's going to hatch. So the thing that actually happens in a rural area full of dozens of eggs as he's definitely seen throughout his entire life. Yeah, he does not connect the fucking dots. I so, feel this like is the dumbest redneck I've ever seen. I feel like he he just needs a little help. Come on, guys! Like, what help is available to this man? In okay, the I stand? mean, they, uh, he was failed by the Aragon education system. It'll be fine. So he'll never find it out. <laughs> also, I do want to note that um so Aragon was actually a self-insert in any sense for the writer. Um this was when he was, I believe it was 15 or 16. And so Aragon's also, I think he said he was 16. So yeah, like you're just a 16-year-old um doing stuff. But yeah, so he actually gets so mad at the rock that he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this rock and bury it in the ground far away from my house. So he goes, <laughs> so he goes to like get the rock and then all of a sudden the rock actually falls on the ground and then, you know, it starts cracking and everything. And then there's a dragon that comes out. So it's just like, oh, thank God he didn't suffocate this dragon <laughs> in the dirt. It's a miracle the dragon is alive at this point, considering everything. So yeah, so, like, so I now, was right. He literally didn't figure it out until the dragon out. popped out. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it if the dragon pops out and it's like weeks later, and he's like, "So that rock, right? You know, that, that was a weird rock." <laughs> <laughs> but so now that this dragon's just like walking around the room and everything, and then so I'm. Okay, so basically, he touches it, um, he touches the dragon once, it, it's, like, extremely painful, and then actually, um, a white mark, um, appears on his palm, and, the, like, but the thing is that for some weird reason, he touches the dragon again, and then, um, basically, it's like his brain kind of gets messed up, and, uh, uh, the writer actually describes it as, I have a quote here, it was as if an invisible wall surrounding his thoughts had fallen away, and he was now free to reach out with his mind. It makes any sense. So it's like his brain has been opened in a sense. Um, and and then can't s- identify an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a rock. <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically, you know, uh, the dragon is just like walking around and he's just like, okay, I gotta take care of this dragon now. So he kind of just like puts it in the woods and like the dragon's just, you know, um, like it's just growing up there. But the thing that I don't get, uh, the thing that I don't get is just the fact that for some weird reason, like he, he puts it like in the woods, but things that there's like, he lives in a village. But then for some weird reason, no one randomly finds the dragon just, you know, like, just chilling in the woods. So I'm just like, okay, so... How deep into the woods did he put it? How did that not affect the local fauna? So, yeah, so she was actually... The deer have been off lately. Yeah, so the dragon, um, you know, like, it makes noise and everything. And, like, but still, like, you know, like, again, like, it's eating animals. But, you know, for some weird reason... (laughs) It's just this is, uh, related but not related. Did you all see the the thing that they're apparently going to try to do, like a live action series of Aragon for Disney Plus? Wait, really? Yeah. They're bringing it back for Disney Plus. Apparently, why? Yeah, it's stupid. Did anybody? Why? Did does anybody care at this point? Why bring <laughs> I, it back? Sorry, continue. Just wanted to put that out there. Oh, yeah, no, like, it's just, it's going to be terrible. Same thing with the Artemis Fowl stuff they did. Oh, my I was God. Like, that's a terrible. Wait, that's still happening? No. I, I they hope made not. a movie of it and it was fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, the movie ever came out? I didn't even know it came out. It came out a while ago. Wow. Uh, and it was fucking understand. horrendous. Um, so, so, basically, like, so Aragon. He has no idea how to deal with the dragon. So he actually goes to the storyteller in the village uh, named Brom. And essentially, this is when, um, you know, the idea of dragon riders and dragons came in. And um, it's like, you know, like actually, like, you know, the lore around that. So essentially, um, a long time ago, a elf hunted and killed a dragon. And the dragons got so mad that essentially they uh, they killed the elf that killed the dragon. And then they said, ha ha ha, I'm not happy yet. And then they just started attacking the entire, like, elven nation. <laughs> so they get so mad that they're just like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, elves in general just suck. So then they just like, start fighting. <laughs> I mean, they're so- not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that, like, so the elves didn't actually want to fight, but they did so in defense. And this is a thing that is very weird. Um, Paulini actually says, oh, no, no, I'm actually not that interested in elves. But the way that he writes, he seems to love elves. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it's just him copying a token or something. But they just, like, for some reason, he, he, like, he always goes, oh, you know, the elves are the best. And they never actually Maybe. fight because they're bad. Even though there's a freaking elf that hunted and killed a dragon. They are what, if it's just, what if it's just the thing? Okay, so what are some fantasy creatures? Okay, so there's elves. Dwarves. And then there's elves. And then, <laughs> oh, I know, there's some elves. Shady just, beards. <laughs> just can't think of beards. any. Andrews. <laughs> there's show people with beards. Short elves. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so essentially, like, you know, so basically, like, there's a war between dragons and elves, and then there's a elf, um, named Aragon. This is actually, so there, um, this is what, you know, the main character is named after. And he finds a dragon egg, he raises the dragon, and then he stops the dragons from attacking the elves. 
And then from there, they make a group called the Riders, and they're essentially peacemakers. So the Riders, essentially, they are, um, they are elves or humans or even dwarves, and they are essentially, like, I, I would probably kind of say, like, the police or, like, a security guard when, like, people get too drunk. <laughs> so, like, you have to, like, calm people down or something. Mm. Um, this is how they kind of, like, kept the peace in the nation was just, you know, having this kind of balance in the world. Um, so yeah, so that's the, um, so like, so essentially, uh, yeah, so like, writers actually live for long lives, and because they're connected to these dragons, they get stronger, smarter, and have better sight and everything, and they live for a long time and everything like that, and then, so the writers get all these benefits, and then the dragons get nothing. 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 And the, like, and the worst- I'm sorry. Keep going. I, I was I was gonna ask something, but you finish what you're saying. Sorry. Okay. And uh, so, so the the dragons get nothing. And the thing is that so um, the dragon and the rider they're connected, kind of like emotionally, spiritually, mentally, kind of stuff. No, so, so when the, the rider dies, sorry, what? The dragon gets fucking weaknesses. Yes, and that's the thing. So when the rider dies, the dragon dies. And oh my that's, god! So they just get a con. <laughs> I have questions. Okay, so can just anybody become a rider if they're like close to a dragon and they're uh, So essentially what happens is that um it had a like sweetness. So like there's usually dragon eggs and then you kind of have to place people in front of the egg to see if it'll hatch for them. So it's not it's kinda of like fate decides that you become a rider or not, if that makes any sense. Fate um, decides if you'll get these sick buffs, but then this dragon gets this super nerf. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> so I'm confused. Then how do, dra- like, this is the living How do dragons exist pre-them, then? So I think like, they would just... how does war start, then? Because, like, how did they not hatch? How do they hatch? So I, they need I think they would just hatch, um... It's funny because they, they never actually explain that. They just kind of say, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the dragons lived before... So they never actually explain like what was happening. Um, so before, they're like you know like when the so they're clearly, so they're saying it's destiny, but they also could just hatch normally. Like at it's what very point strange. is it? Yeah, at what point is it not destiny and just like you you were there when this little duckling egg egg mm-hmm. hatched open and the duck thinks it's your mom. Your it's that's mom exactly now. what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Except that if you, if the duck bonds to you, they can no longer fucking fly. And their lifespan is cut in half. (laughs) And also they can't swim anymore either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, they can still do everything, like, breach fire, but literally it's just like, they just get this huge con. So it's like, why would a dragon want to be, you know, like, I guess it's like, what, free food? (laughs) No, but you don't understand. These people are super cool, It's an independent part dragon. (laughs) <laughs> they don't need no dryer. They don't. They don't. Um, so it yeah, sounds so- like it was written by domesticated dogs. Right. We <laughs> made like a mistake. Propaganda. Like it's propaganda. Again, again, this is a 15-year-old <laughs> trying his best. No, but I'm saying, like, it's basically like, wow, there's no benefits to this domestication. All we get are drawbacks is... Dogs that were once previously wolf slash coyotes get stuffed into sweaters because it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice sweaters, though. 
<laughs> oh yes, they're very fancy and very warm. <laughs> um, so Aragon actually, you know, asks for some dragon names, and he's like, "Oh, you know, like I've heard there's names for dragons and everything." So um, Brom just lists off, um, just lists off a bunch and just says all these. And essentially, so um, he actually goes back to the dragon and he tries out some names for the dragon. And essentially, uh, she says, "Oh, um, I like Saphira. Call me Saphira." Um. So essentially, it was that. So, like, how do I explain this? So, uh, Aragon lives with his cousin and uncle. And um, essentially, what happens is that because no um, no child that age ever lives with their fucking parents. Yeah. So that's always their uncle Owen and Aunt Veru or whatever. So that's when later in the book they find out. That his parents were killed by a dragon, and the trust is broken, <laughs> and they have to, like, regain it again. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. the thing about the story, um, with Aragon's, uh, how to, like, I'm gonna probably just go over this. Um, so, her, um, his mother, Serena, uh, she, kind of, like, she, she visited, you know, the village where her brother, uh, Garrow, that's she was uncle. also the moon spirit or moon queen or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Sailor Moon <laughs> joke. Insert Sailor Moon joke here. <laughs> but essentially what happens is that so she comes to uh, the village pregnant and then she has the baby and then she immediately, you know, like after like a few weeks says like, okay, I'm just going to leave. You take care of the child. And then, you know, the Lady uncle's parenting. just like, like literally, literally. So like the, um, the uncle's just like, wait, what? Why can't you just stay? And literally, like, just keep saying, I must, I must. And then, oh she my leaves. god, you know, you, you see, you I have to I go have get to go. milk. <laughs> I, you see, I would love to stay, but you know, if I don't get home by five, like, the traffic is just gonna be so bad. And you know, this is also watch my kid. It's yeah, it must is, get milk fine. and cigarettes. You <laughs> can just place them in front of the TV, it'll be fine. You'll... Okay, but okay, but like, can we talk about how like this is the world, the post post row world the Republicans want us to live in? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the series is coming back, it's funded by the Republican <laughs> National Convention. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> so uh rowan uh sorry, so aragon lives with his uncle and also his cousin rowan and you know uh aragon and rowan they go to the town and um the blacksmith actually pulls aragon aside and says, hey, you know, there's some two, you know, black clove figures that were asking questions about that rock you had. You know, you should probably be a little bit careful. And Wait, so, this, so like, this guy didn't know it was a rock either. No, they all, so they all thought it was like a rock. They all thought it was. I mean, I mean, they, they didn't, didn't they know it was They were working off a lot either. less information than he was. They didn't know like, it was hollow. So, like, nobody knew it was a fucking egg, despite looking like an egg, sounding like an egg, feeling like an egg. And also having, like, like, surely someone else has run across dragon eggs before. Like. Uh, So, there actually is a thing um, that I will probably talk about as well. So, the issue is that dragons really haven't been around for a little bit. Um, Despite apparently a whole war happening. (laughs) So, actually, uh, yes. Essentially, the thing is that there is a king uh, named Gabatorix. 
and essentially it's the fact that, um, I'll explain this, he killed a bunch of the dragon riders, and then he had his own dragon riders, he was the dragon rider himself, but essentially he controlled the, the land with it, and essentially, um, he kept the dragon eggs to himself, if that makes any sense. Um, so he's just kind of ruling the land with an iron fist, because he's the only so one wait. that- so wait, he's like hoarding an endangered species? Yes. Mm-hmm. Basically. Okay. <laughs> Tiger King. What <laughs> the thing, um, so like kind of like, oh, there's pe- uh, people talking about the rock. This is very similar to Tolkien again because, um, I'll explain it because basically this happens in Lord of the Rings at the beginning where uh, Frodo has the ring and then like, ooh, you know, the Black Riders are coming around <laughs> and asking for the ring. Ooh, you better run, Frodo. Ooh. And it's just really, it's like, I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but essentially, um, so it turns out that the Butcher actually snitched on Aragorn, a Sloan. And, like, yeah, like, essentially, you know, those cloth figures are about to, like, are about to get him. And then Brom the storyteller. Run! Run before Joe Exotic gets you! (laughs) (laughs) um, Brom the storyteller actually saves them. And then, uh, actually scares them off and then saves them. And then, how do I explain this? So, um, Brom goes to shake Aragon's hand. And then the dude just, like yanks off the glove that Aragon had on his hand, and then Brom sees the silver mark. So he's just like, hmm! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Aragon, like, immediately just runs out, and just like, oh god, he saw it. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he heads home, and then, um, he's actually going to tell his uncle about Saphira, the dragon. So he heads into the woods, and then, uh, you know, tells her what happened in the town, and talks about, you know, those black coat figures, and then Saphira gets extremely upset. She starts roaring, she starts, like, making noise, and, like, whacking down trees and everything, and then, I don't understand, it's weird, I can tell the writer didn't know what, didn't actually know what to do, but for some reason, Aragon climbs onto her back, because he thinks that, like, it'll calm her down, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why, he just thinks, oh, let me climb on top of this dragon, and then, and then she'll calm down. But, you know, but then Saphira actually flies into the air, and then, like, Aragon's like, bro, we need to go freaking, freaking stop flying and head back to my house. <laughs> but that clearly exposed ourselves as a dragon rider. Let's go that, back to the house. <laughs> like, that... That hippo over there seems very upset. Maybe I should climb on its back. <laughs> that's I'm like, sure that's it'll go fine. And that's the thing I don't understand because it's just like um, it's just God. very strange God. how God. like I don't know, but you know, like so they're able. Um, so Aragon and actually Saphira, they have this connection link, this mental link, so they can actually speak to each other. And again, like she, like it's just so strange because. They try to call it. <laughs> I just don't understand why he thinks. But anyway, so um, so they actually uh, you know, so she actually flies into the air, and then uh, you know, he tells her to go back, and then essentially like she doesn't go back, and then they land, and then like this is very strange. I don't understand this because there's just multiple things where I go. This doesn't make any sense for some weird reason. Um, 
Aragon has the insides of his legs being like apparently they were rubbed raw, but I'm just like, but he wears pants, like so. I because like for some so wait, reason, did the pants get ripped? I they don't say they just say uh, like they actually say that like his pants, um, they're like coated with blood. But I'm like, but he's it's very strange because for some reason he says, oh yeah, no, when your legs rub on the scales, they get like. They get raw, but then I'm like, but you're wearing pants, <laughs> and for some weird reason, this gets brought up multiple times. Where it's just like, oh yeah, no, when you ride something, it messes with your legs, and I'm like, that, like but, I've okay, I've ridden horses, and mm-hmm. I've never had that happen to me. You know, it's just like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's just it's just very strange. Um, but yeah, so from there, um, you know they uh. Like from there, you know, they uh, Safira still won't take him back home, so they sleep in the forest because you know Safira won't take him back to the farm of his uncle. And so yeah, so guys in the black cloaks looking for dragons clearly (laughs) are like seriously, dude. Why do you want to go back? It wasn't that interesting. You hated it. But the thing is, just like Alex was, it just seemed like the writer knew that they should leave that area. But then he couldn't figure out a way to do it, like, that made sense. So Aragon just climbs on top of Sephira. And then <laughs> Sephira flies. And then she says, no, no, I won't go back. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just, it's just very strange. Just, like, you can tell the writer was like, oh, I need them to leave. But then, for some weird reason, they just, <laughs> he just does this thing. And I don't really get it. But um, the next day, they head back to the uncle's farm. And the farm is wrecked. And burn down, and then they Star try to find. I'm about to say, here come the Star Wars credits. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, so people usually um, combine this with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, but yeah. But his uncle, um, they try to find his uncle, and he has severe burns on his body. Like literally, he is really bad. So mm. they actually try to take um, the uncle to the the actual village to you know get healed and everything. But then for some weird reason, I don't understand this, Safira drops them off, like, still outside the village. So freaking, okay, so Aragon has, like, these wrecked up legs, and he's struggling, he's a 16-year-old, trying to drag this grown adult into the village by himself. (laughs) So it's just like, (laughs) so I'm just like, okay, wait, hold on, Safira, just get your help. I was going to say, if I was... only I had a giant lizard that could possibly aid me in this <laughs> you know what? Then I have, like, a mental is... link to, yeah, and I fucking I was... branded myself. Yeah, if only I was psychically connected to a really strong animal. Like, some Not sort of lie. very strong reptile that can fly. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was not expecting ableism in this book. <laughs> uh, by so, the way, I just realized there is a theme of our last topic in this topic with dragons. So yeah, ah! <laughs> only the um, other one was more like a Chinese myth dragon, and this one's more like a European mm-hmm. sword like a sorcery dragon. What? Honestly, the other one's more like a genie than a dragon. No lie. Yeah, oh, yeah that's like too. A genie, isn't it? So, actually, so Brom um, tries to help 
Aragon bring his bar- you know, uncle into um, into the actual town. And this is the thing that makes me kind of annoyed because you can tell the writer doesn't know what to do. Um, Aragon passes out. And this will be a thing that will happen very often where, uh, you know, the person, like, in the point of view will just go unconscious because <laughs> he doesn't know how to change scenes. It's very strange. That's so like, funny. So literally, <laughs> like, Aragon will just randomly pass out. Or they'll be like, oh, no, no, this person also, like, again, some weird reason, everyone's like a fainting goat. Everyone, everyone has, like, <laughs> everyone has anemia. Yeah, like, yes. I don't know if it's just like they aren't just licking rocks for the iron or I, something. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <laughs> or even just, like, imagine you get all your work done for the day, and you're like, huh, I don't actually know what to do with the rest of my day. You just instantly pass out. That's how it next feels <laughs> sometimes. That's literally how it feels sometimes. But, um, so, so he passes out, and then he wakes up. He's in the village, because, again- Did you see they- why he passed out? Um, from the pain. He passed out from the pain. Because he, just he has like those it. bloody legs for some weird reason, even though he's wearing pants. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, wait, wait. He passed out. Like, wouldn't that make it harder to pass out? I don't know. It could be like shock, I guess. If he just passes out from shock. In awe. Shock and awe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Aragon works up like, in the village and, um, you know, his uncle's in very bad shape. His burns really can't be healed. And then his uncle actually, you know, uh, dies, essentially. And there was that kind of issue with that. And let me see, go to the next one. Yeah, so the thing that's really annoying is just so, um, Aragon, you know, wants revenge for his uncle's death. And he's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to go out and get those bad guys and everything. I can do this. And, you know, the villagers are starting rumors and they're wondering, like, you know, this, like, we, um, we're pretty sure we saw, like, a dragon. <laughs> and then this kid now has, like, this, you know, has, like, bloody now. legs and all this stuff. Like, is he, like, you know, like, is he hiding something from us and everything? So people are starting rumors and everything. So Aragon, he, um, you know, he steals leather for a saddle for Sephira. And then this is, like, a thing that I feel feels really childish. He steals meat from the butcher, but like he stuffs it down his shirt. <laughs> he's like trying to hide. I'm just like, it's like those um those bad pit uh you know those bad people who steal from stores. It's like you know you see on the cameras on those like on those TV shows where they're just like bad criminals. <laughs> so he just like. He just shoved it in his shirt. I mean, I yeah, guess to hide it. <laughs> He I guess that's the better bloody th- piece of meat in his shirt. Yeah. Like, well, I guess that's ooh. better than his pants. Just having like his dick rub up against like a steak or whatever. And just, like, <laughs> I'd also eat like later. to point out that given this is a fantasy world, I'm guessing things aren't exactly refrigerated. So he's just like yeah. sliding meat down his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. freshly cut and slimy, freshly maybe a little cut. bloody with full, tendons full, on it. Full blood. Yeah. It's yeah. not like today where people can pick up frozen packaged meat and put it in their <laughs> shirt. No, it's like fresh, maybe still has some fur on it, just like sliding <laughs> it in your shirt. Not even fully blooded. That's what I said. Like drains. And you're just like in a shirt, well, time to leave. I didn't buy anything. And your shirt starts bleeding. 
<laughs> you know, I think that's why his pants were like that because he had meat in his pants. There you go. So, that's so his legs were like... never bloody the whole time. Yeah, it was <laughs> the it was the meats he stole. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so Brom actually kind of you know stops him when Aragon's about to leave, and you know um like basically he um he says like Brom actually says, hey um I know you have a dragon, and I've talked to Safira. So then, like, he actually says, I want to go with you. And so, like, Aragorn's like, well, I mean, I guess, because you're going to just, like, you know, do this stuff and everything. So, um, Brom actually gives him a five-foot sword, and I- I'm sorry, what? What? Look at the PowerPoint, Henry. It's a five- Five It's a five-foot- So, like, it's very strange, because I can tell the the writer doesn't doesn't know how big five feet is. It's literally as tall as me. Well, maybe yes. it's like a Buster Sword, like like he's like Cloud, or maybe since it's fantasy, he's more like Guts Sephiroth? from Berserk. Or Sephiroth. Well, yeah, I guess Sephiroth too. It's <laughs> very like I don't under because like it's weird because again it's five foot sword and you know um during this he'll hold it with one hand mm-hmm. and he'll keep it also on his side. So I'm oh, like, I don't think he actually knows. I just imagine this thing like sticking out behind somebody, like trying to get on the the fantasy bus. Like, oh, yeah, excuse like, me, ma'am, yeah. excuse me, and you're just like Black slicing everybody. Yeah, behind. like the keeping it on his side. No, that that doesn't that doesn't. Like Cloud carried it on his back. Like you can't so, just keep a five foot sword on your. Did they thigh. ever say how tall Aragon was? This oh, man's well, like seven does he have foot Follow two. up question: Does he have? Is he six foot five with blue orbs? That's my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually, I don't think I actually knew. Um, I don't think I actually like red, but I think he's like a typical like human looking. So I think actually no, I think it was based off of Paulini. So I think he had brown hair or something. But I'm asking how tall he was. Oh is yeah, five, they don't so really say how tall he is, like but like tall. when. You, when you think about like a you know like a sixteen year old, they're probably like it's like it's like it's like I mean like at the most we're like six feet. Even then, it's a five foot sword. <laughs> so like just I'd like, love just to read the book and it be and it's like describing the character. His height was that of a sixteen year old. His face <laughs> was that of a sixteen year old. And like you know, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> also, I can see it right now. I blew out the mic. I'm so sorry, Anthony. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, that's so this garbage. this five foot sword is very fancy. Um, it has like a it's a it's a red a blade, and it's called a zarok. And essentially, it's a rider sword. Um, a dragon rider sword. Yo. And essentially, they're made they, by. They um, okay. I don't know how accurate this is, but I just googled it, and they're saying he's 162 centimeters, which is like just over five feet. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and dragon a sword as big as he like, is. Yeah, he, the sword is literally as tall as he is. He can't fucking carry it. He's just walking around with it on, trying to strap it to like his side, so he can just carry it around. And he's like, ugh, 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 come on, let's him. fight. He can barely fucking pick it up. He's like, he can barely fucking pick it up, and he's like, "Come on, face me!" And then he just falls over because he can't fucking carry the sword. But, he's like, but so like again, but no. So he actually holds it with one hand. 
That's the thing. And he's like, he, he lifts. He's not like, even cloud. Not two does hands, that. one hand. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> okay, listen. It's a hollow sword with a dragon inside. Fine answer. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's like one of those party city ones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oh, like styrofoam? Yeah. It's, in the, it's a fucking sword made the out of plastic. The cheap plastic with, like, you can see the seam, and you have to, like, pick off the extra bits on the seam. Yes. Button, like, <laughs> and he's just like, ah, oh, my noble sword, and they're like, that'll make him feel better. Like, when yeah. you, <laughs> like, when you give your little, like, like, cousin or something the controller that isn't plugged in, you'd be like, yes. oh, yes, help me beat Mario. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so it's a rider sword, and essentially, uh, they're made by elves and given to riders after they finish training. So it's very fancy, and it's called a Zarok. I forget what the, they didn't actually say what the meaning of it is, but it's just all, you know, fancy language from the ancient, uh, tongue, essentially. Um, and he also tells, um, he tells Aragon that those bloked clack, uh, uh sorry, black cloaked figures are called the Razak. Um, sorry, the Razak. So, yeah, so Brom, uh, you know, teaches him how to sword fight, and he holds that humongous sword with one hand. I don't know why. <laughs> um, don't know how, but yeah. I think he already figured it out. That <laughs> that word in that ancient tongue literally means fool's Plastic. Sword. and he's he's like he's giving it to him and he's like shit I forgot to take the price tag he's like trying to subtly peel it (laughs) (laughs) those black figures are giving me extreme like you know the Lord of the Rings, like the Wraith characters. Like, That's what I'm saying. That's so give like me you huge literally vibes stole of those. Yeah, yeah. So literally, he stole that from Lord of the Rings. Um, the they were called. I think they were just called the Black Riders in Lord of the Isn't Rings. Rangul or some shit. No, um, no. I think they were just called the Black Riders. I believe. Yeah. Wasn't it? I can't the remember. Naz- the Nazgul. Oh yeah, Nazgul. Okay. Or um, the Wraiths. So, yeah. So. Um, so, like, Ramos teaches, uh, teaches him magic, and I swear to God, this is something that's actually quite interesting, that was actually a thing that I still think is quite interesting. So, essentially, um, how do I explain it? So, the way that magic works in this world is that, let's say you want to lift a table, you mm. actually have to have the energy, you know, like, in your, like, like, in your body to actually, you know, possibly, like, like lift up a table or something. So like, if you're not strong enough, or like if your energy isn't good enough, you can actually like die. If it makes any sense. It's so it's very key. Uh, I would probably say I would probably <laughs> more equate it to like power in a battery. If that makes any sense. So it's like so it's key. No, I I think that's probably how it works though, because it's like oh you know you use your body energy in order to do certain things, and sometimes like if you do too much, you can become unconscious and everything. And I think that's how you can't go unconscious the first time. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) He used all of his energy (laughs) to steal meat, and he passed out. Listen, Aragon, you can't go over a double Kaioken. You'll, it'll fucking kill you. You can't do it. <laughs> it's, or it reminds me of playing games like Harvest Moon when you're out, like, doing shit and you look at the time and you realize, oh my god, 
I have like 15 game minutes to get to bed before my character just passes out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of Shenmue 2. Like, there's like a hotel that you stay at in the beginning of the game. And you're supposed to earn money to pay the guy at the hotel. But, like, you can just choose to not pay him. And he doesn't, like, kick you out. You just, like, he's just like, oh, you better pay up tomorrow. <laughs> and that's it. And, just, and you can just keep doing that until you get to the part of the game where you no longer have to stay there. Shoot, <laughs> 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 we can pull a Trump. We can pull yes. a Trump. <laughs> I fucking love um, it. I fucking so, love it. I'm pretty sure you can just keep doing that. I could be 100% wrong, but as my member, I think I remember just doing that over and over and just being like, yeah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly this man's not going to bill you. He'll just, he'll just wave his fist at you. I feel like he doesn't even really know his name. The way that these d- dialogue exchanges work in this game, they're so awkward. Like, I feel like he just didn't even know Rio's name. He's like, sure, take this room. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no credit card on file. No no number. No nothing. Just, that's it. You got the room. It's, it's a credit card. Let me call it printed on cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to write with. So, uh, so actually, Brom teaches him how to uh, read thoughts as well. This is something that also kind of deals with what? Yes. So (laughs) when it comes to this, so the thing is that so when it comes to magic users, it's very based on like reading thoughts or you know blocking uh, blocking people from reading your memories or thoughts and everything. And there's also, like, this is what just deals with magic. You're either using energy to do something or you're invading someone's mind. And this is kind of how the uh, the actual, um, you know, like, how magic works in this world. Um, okay. And then there's the introduction of Urgles. They're literally just orcs. They're orcs. Essentially, they are these, oh, scary humanoid creatures that have horns. And they're just orcs. For- for a, second, <laughs> for a second, I thought you said Urkels. Like no, uh, Urkel. Urkel. Uh, U-R-G-A-L. There's a bunch of weirdly Greek, we call green buff Urkels. Like glasses, suspenders, and everything. Like every time they kill someone, they say, ooh, did I do that? Did I do that? And they love cheese. And they're all after someone named Laura. No one's figured out who the fuck that is. There's not a single Laura on this planet. (laughs) And they have an alternate personality named Stefan. I forgot about Stefan. (laughs) But anyway, go ahead, Morgan. So, essentially, so, um, they're traveling to, you know, to kind of follow the Razak and everything. And they get to this town, and they meet Angela. So this is a thing, Holly. She's an herbalist, and also she's kind of like a fortune teller kind of person. And how do I explain this? So essentially, you know how there's a self-insert, like Aragon is the self-insert for the actual writer when he was like sixteen, fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. Angela is um that's his sister. So essentially, he just added his sister into 
the uh, into the book and the way that she acts. How do I explain it? Um, has anyone like does anyone remember like two thousand nine, two thousand eight random humor? You know, where you'd be like, "Ooh, oh I'm God. so random! Ha ha ha! I'm so silly!" Like where where cheese was the punchline. And yeah. the joke, playing, yeah, yeah, or like L O L Z, yeah, like, so or just being what... like, yeah, like like hold holds up spark. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what Angela is. She's just like this person that says random things, and she Jesus. says like, "There's this entire thing uh, when uh, or since." Sorry, what? She's the manic pixie girl. Yeah, literally. That, yeah, literally, yeah, she tracks. is. That tracks for the time period, I feel like. Literally, she yeah. is. And, like, there's this entire thing when she's being introduced where, essentially, um, you know, if she talks about, oh, yeah, no, uh, I'm trying to figure out um, that toads aren't real. So then, like, technically, you know, like, all this is about toads and la la la. So if I figure out that toads aren't real, they're actually frogs. And it's just, like... <laughs> That's this like, is just like reminding a... me. This is just reminding me of the whole. Is there like a Reddit that's like birds aren't real or something? That's, that's exactly that, what it actually. Is. This argument sounds more like me saying mountain lions aren't real because there's cougars. It's like my <laughs> guy doesn't just because you can lump them together doesn't mean they don't exist. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and also, um, it turns out that Aragon can't read. So okay, so this well, is the I thing. Can't read. <laughs> 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 so, that literally just blared through my brain. So this is the uh, thing that is a little bit annoying because um, how do I explain this? So Brom actually, you know, tells um, like I said before. Um, dragon riders, due to them having a connection to dragons, you know, they're smarter, they're faster, they're stronger and everything. So, literally, Aragon learns how to read in a week. And I'm just that. sitting there, I'm like, okay, hold on. So, you figure so, out So, wait, 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 wait. So, you just, you just learn the alphabet, learned how to sound out, learned your hook your hooked on phonics, your dragon hooked on phonics. It's just that strong. <laughs> that Duolingo, my dude. It works. <laughs> the little green owl, or I guess the dragon version. The little blue dragon who harasses you all through your Fine, phone. what's the next letter? It's called Uolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, essentially, so, like, the reason why he's learning is because, um, he's trying to help, uh, so Brom has a friend in the town who wants to get these documents, and they're trying to get these documents so they can figure out, you know, where the Razak potentially are. So, um, so that's the reason why he learned how to read. Um, but, so, there's this thing that actually was kind of annoying, because, I'll explain this. So, Aragorn has a dream about this girl, and, you know, like, she's in a cell and she's crying and in pain and such. And he kind of, kind of like, uh, it kind of sticks with him. And he, um, he doesn't really, he doesn't really talk about it to Brom yet, but it'll come up later. Um, but essentially, so they go to this government castle to do the documents. I read this and literally, so this is how they actually get into the, uh, the castle. There's guards in the front. Literally, they go up to the guard and they say, hey, um, I work here. 
And this kid, Aragon, he left something valuable in an office. Uh, so can we just go in here? And the guards mm. just let them in. <laughs> they're like, they're like what, was, what was my job title again? Eh, I'll figure it out later. It's like, really? I do not Everyone get paid enough in. for this shit. Just go in. I don't give he's a like, fuck. He's like, oh, my job. He's like, he's like, my job is to let everybody in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone told him that as a prank on his first day. And he's <laughs> like, okay, you're gonna see some kid that looks like Aragon. If you see this kid that looks like Aragon, let him let in. in. Yeah, like. <laughs> so if they uh... say the magic word of please, though, then you your hands are tied. <laughs> like, legally, you, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> legally. So so Brom, um, Brom's friend and Aragon, they're like you know they're trying to find these documents and they find a map and they're like okay we can figure out where the Razak are. So they start to leave and then you know some guards are coming around the corner. So Brom like literally locks the door just in time to like make it seem like they weren't actually in there. So literally the guards are like, why are you why are you in this freaking hallway? And they say oh um we're lost. And then, like, the guards just say, like, okay, well, you're near that door. We should probably check the room. I, I love I love that answer. Why are you in here? I'm lost. Doesn't answer the question. <laughs> like, I, so- I, I've, speaking of lost, I feel like I need pictures of these characters so I can connect the names to who they are. Oh, sorry. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe- no, no, it's fine. It's cool. Maybe I probably should. Um, I don't think I have any. I mean, if, if you want, you're probably uh, it's a little bit hard. Since I'll try to. I will. Like a... I will find these people. Okay. okay. And post pictures. The problem is, Anthony. What you have to remember is this is a book. <laughs> yeah, and also it's a podcast. Not, like... not a Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, I'm trying damn to it. like. <laughs> I was trying to make it as least as vocal as possible or audible as possible. I'll just, people. I guess, use the movie people. That'd be fine. Mm. Um. So yeah. So the guards are like, okay, you're you're lost, but you're near that door. We should probably check the room. And they go, oh no no no, it's locked. And then the guards just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like. They let them go, and they're like, yeah, we're great at our job, guys. So I found the movie, what I think is the movie version, and it's Mm -hmm. even more stupid they didn't realize it was an egg. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) This giant egg-like rock. It has veins. (laughs) You can see the veins. (laughs) Yep. 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 Okay. So yeah, but for some reason I just I don't get it. So it's just like okay, I don't get it at all. So who did he go with? Um, he Air- went with uh. So it was Eric. So basically, uh, it was Brom, and then I'm not sure if they. I don't think they even have this point in the movie. Uh, Jod, uh, J, E O D, Jod. But it's just Brom's friend. His name is Rock. Hello? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Um, I'm but here. I was gonna... So essentially, like, Aragon just gets kind of annoyed because, um, like, after this, it's just like, okay. Okay, Brom, 
you keep not telling me things, and, like, there's things that don't make sense, so you need to tell me what you actually are. So, like, okay, so, like, where are the air guns? As you were in the town when I found the egg, you know a lot about dragons, you knew what the Razek are, and you scared them away. Tell me what's going on! <laughs> like, he actually gets annoyed, you're just like, okay, like, come, like, tell me what the heck is going on. So, um... Braum actually tells him some things, and of course, he has still has to keep secrets, because I don't know why Braum is like this, but um, Braum tells him <laughs> that he works for the Varden, which is essentially, uh, you know, Star Wars, how there's like the, the Empire and then the Rebels. The yeah. Varden are the Rebels, so this is basically Obi-Wan Kenobi. Braum mm. is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you can see that from this picture I'm about to post. <laughs> Can you describe, uh, I guess, like, uh, like, so I guess, like, yeah, Brahm is just kind of Obi-Wan and Kenobi. And so essentially, um, after the writers were gone, you know, uh, they were still... Oh my god, uh, he looks just like him, too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an Obi-Wan Kenobi. This whole That's an Obi. is just a hodgepodge of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Just, yeah, like... it's literally just Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Actually, just it's this... literally just Star Wars. With Lord of the Rings as, like, the aesthetic. It's literally yeah. just that. So, essentially, like, after the writers were gone, there were still uh, three dragon eggs that were left. And they were in possession of the king, King Galvatorx. So, essentially, they were trying to steal all three of the eggs, the Varden ones, but they only managed to steal one. And then uh, Brahm managed to kill uh, one of the king's followers, Morzan, um, he used like he he killed the follower, and then that's, uh, like you know, and then that's what happened. He just killed you know that dragon rider. Um, so this is the point where Aragon actually you know talks about that dream he was talking about with the girl and like in the jail cell, and then Brom asks what she looks like. Just like okay, well you found this girl in the cell. She looks sad. She's crying. What's happening? And Aragon literally says, the lighting was bad, but I could tell she was hot, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I couldn't really see anything, but I thought I saw some nip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He, this is, I, I guess this is actually on brand, because this is a teenage boy going through puberty. Yes. But still, still, bro. But that's what Morgan was saying in the beginning, that you can tell that, like, a teenager wrote this. Like, but, the, but the thing that doesn't get me is that, like, they didn't edit this out. So they just said... <laughs> Because again, this was this was his parents. They had the publishing company, and then they just didn't edit his book. So like this stuff just stayed in there, like the five foot sword or the fact that they have to keep saying that someone's hot. <laughs> it's just very strange. Um, until we get to this uh, this place called Drasliona. And, oh yeah, and then, like, Brom just says, oh yeah, there's just a bunch of cannibals in this town. Just randomly <laughs> says, it just says, oh yeah, no, 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 um, they, you know, they're just random cannibal cult. And they, like, drink blood and, like, eat flesh, and they worship this, like, giant rock. <laughs> it's just, like, Also, like... <laughs> also on Saturdays, they have this really nice get-together where, like, you know, they they get the blood and the fancy glasses and you know they they carve the person up like a turkey. It's a very nice get together around a fancy table. 
all the fixings. <laughs> oh my god, that's so strange. What happened? It's just it's so strange. But yeah, like he, it's just so strange. And then, um, so essentially, what they were trying to do is that so like, um, so like it turns out that the Razak actually are potentially in this town. So what happens is that so like I'll explain this. Um, Brom actually says like, okay, you know, we're gonna figure out how to get to the Razak and everything. So you know, uh, Aragon, you just don't get into trouble, okay? Just just don't get into trouble and I'll figure something out. Probably and... starts arson. <laughs> so this is the thing is that so I don't it's very strange how people will just add this stuff in here, but essentially uh Aragon, he finds out that like slavery exists. So Wait, so he what? Goes, yeah, so he's like he, he he goes to the slave auction and he's just like, Oh god, this is so bad. I'm so upset. And he gets very, he gets very upset. And then, um, like, you know, he leaves. And then he manages to get, um, to kind of, like, brush in with the Razak. And, like, so, like, this issue happens. And then, like, they're just like, oh, God, they're going to freaking kill us. Brom, Safira, let's all get out. And they manage to escape the city. And this is the thing. Guess what happens? Guess what happens? Because the person can't figure out how to change the setting. Guess what happens? He faints. Yeah! Out. <laughs> it's like, oops, I accidentally tripped on a banana peel. I'm gonna faint. <laughs> what was the reason this time? Did they give one? No, this is really funny. Literally, what like he, this like time. he's di- Like what they don't say is he's diabetic, and he's just like he has no idea, and so he's just not been managing his sugar levels properly. <laughs> right. So literally, or what he is that um, he needs what, insulin. What's it called? You that thing where milk. you keep falling asleep. Oh, it's all, it's all, uh, narcolepsy. There you go. Narcolepsy. <laughs> he's got. He's narcoleptic. That's that's <laughs> So let me correct. The if second I remember, he gets a little bit excited, he just knocks the fuck out. <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, like literally everything's fine, and they're outside the city. Oh my and god. Then, and then Aragon like sees like a random like light or something like in his eyesight, and then he just goes unconscious. So I have a question. Do yes. you think he passes out like how humans do where he goes limp? Or does he fall over like the fainting goats where his limbs stick straight out? <laughs> I kind of hope he does. I kind of hope he's just like part fainting goat and he just like, you know, just gets stiff. Because that would be more funny. Like, <laughs> I'm going I to post a like, gift I for reference. I feel like with all this fainting, like... It- Oxygen is not reaching his brain. Like, yeah. he's, he's probably has horrible brain damage. Actual clip of Aragon passing like out. Just <laughs> <laughs> a facial goat. Collapsing. What? I posted the board and <laughs> Like, he, instead of, like, going limp, he goes, oh. he just, his limbs stick out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, they're captured by the Razak. And, uh, this is okay. This happens every single time. When Aragon gets captured, he is drugged, and he is tied up. This is a thing that will happen multiple times, just like the fainting. He's drugged and he's tied up. And then essentially, um, they get saved by this man called Murtog. And, uh, Brom is injured, um, as they try to escape this area. And, you know, Brom's hurt really bad. Uh, he has a fever... You know, um, he's dying from his wounds, and then Aragon actually, sorry, um, then, and then he tells, um, he tells Aragon, hey, uh, take that wine 
and wash my hand, I'm gonna show you something. So, it's just a thing that I kind of don't get. It turns out that his palm was covered in dye. So, this guy apparently just doesn't wash his hands. Or Wait. he's just constantly putting dye on his hands. What? Wait, what? <laughs> like Aragon's hand? Sorry, no, Brom's hand is covered in oh. dye. Why? From what? Like Why? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> well, because it turns out that apparently he has the same silver mark that Aragon has. It means that he's a writer. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, so he's just like, yeah, you know, so it turns out, yes, yeah, so like, so basically he just tells him the truth while he's dying. And he says, you know, I was a writer, but my dragon was killed by the king. Wait, so he- when the dragon dies, they don't die too? It literally just is no. for the dragon. No, oh, no, no. So, the, like, when the dragon dies, the writer lives. That's it. So, yes. Wait, 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 No, no, no. Humans. What is this horseshit? What is this horseshit? The dragon can't live if the rider dies, but the the rider can, like, but the but the dragon dies and the rider is just fine. It's a, it's yeah. all cool. Why? Yeah, the what is this? What is them? this? What the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> If I was a dragon, I would eradicate every fucking human because clearly y'all are a danger by nature to <laughs> our species. The fuck is nothing personal, but fuck you. You killed my brother, you hillbilly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so we're going to give these dragons these drugs so that they're addicted to them. And if we cut off their supply, they'll just like lose their minds and jump off a cliff i don't know like, no I mean, like literally like again i don't. I know see... it's not that but it's like, like I... it's like the, the closest logic i can think of no no it's not <laughs> that fucking far and that's the horrifying part <laughs> random question do y'all hear the notification sound or is it on my end I hear no, it here too. too. Okay, it must be Morgan's then. Because I thought I was be... losing my mind because I was going through all my tabs being like, what the fuck is that notification sound? Sorry, it's probably me. <laughs> oh, we can see that, Morgan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just so you know. Hold on. Let me change. I'm trying to figure this out. Maybe I can like... Sorry, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, it's fine. It's not distract. I just, I thought I was losing my mind. I was gaslighting myself. I'm trying to figure out how to turn that. Give I me was gaslighting second. myself being like, I've closed every app. I've, like, all I have open is Discord and Audacity. There's nothing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an idea. Give me one second. Hopefully this doesn't. There we go. Okay, muted that. Hopefully we'll probably have to change that or edit this out when we do the thing so i muted it so it should be fine okay there we go so we're back everything should be good now i think i'll just make okay so yeah so I don't like again. I really don't understand why dragons would want this deal. And I just, I don't get it. Plot twist: They don't. This is just elf propaganda to kill <laughs> as many dragons as they can. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. But yeah, so it turns out that you know he's a writer. Um, you know, like uh, like his dragon was killed. He's fine though. Dragon died though, and. <laughs> 
And he actually, um, he actually says that his dragon was also named Zephira. And he tells him this and everything. And then essentially, um, Brom dies. If it makes any sense. And so... What killed him? Um, it was his, it was his wounds when they were leaving, uh, trying to escape the Razak. Okay. Yeah, so we had, like, a fever and he was, like, dying, essentially. And, yeah, so he just goes kaput. No one had Tylenol yet. Can't can't bring yeah. that fever down. <laughs> nah, nah, he got some Benadryl. Okay, okay, I'm forgetting things already. So the Razak are the bad guys. They're the Black Cloak guys. Yeah, okay. Oh, so this is why we were talking about the, the thing from the Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. Mm. Okay, see, that's that's the... That's the context that I don't have from the Lord of the Rings. So they're, they're just guys in black cloak, and they're mm-hmm. the bad guys because of they're, they're Lord the, of the Rings. menacing threat that forces the protagonist to leave their What's home. their the the why? What's their goal? To kill the dragon uh, and the why? <laughs> so so something when it comes to um, so Gavatorix the king. He is essentially running the nation with an Yeah, I'm guessing death. he doesn't want any unauthorized dragon riders. Like, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. now I'm remembering. Now, Okay, yeah, you said the king is basically hoarding this endangered species. So yeah, he's yeah. Joe They're Exotic, just, like you said. Yeah, he's Joe Exotic, and he's like, fuck you, Carol Baskins! Like, <laughs> it's like, you can't keep your tigers there, only I can do that! Fuck you, Carol Baskins! Fucking bitch! Guys, I'm fading into the mushroom realm. It has been nice. Uh, it should be noted on the podcast for people who can't see and have no context for what Henry just said. Uh, well, we are he... talking on Discord, and he put up a mushroom like fake background, and he lifted his arms, and his arms disappeared. So you are no, no we should have just left them with no context. I, I'm gonna cut that context. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Rom dies, and now he's stuck with this random stranger named Murtag. And Murtag is a little bit older than him. I would say he's probably in his twenties, early twenties. Um, um, but yeah, I got like a, a question. Yes. What did Angela do? Like we had and- we introduced we introduced this character named Angela. Mm-hmm. What was it that she did? I'm I'm sorry. I'm horrible she at was keeping quirky. up. No, it's fine. So essentially, it doesn't really go with the plot. That makes any sense. So it's like one of those so things wait. where it's just like Angela's quirky again. Ha ha ha! And, and, then and just... she's just there to be like a comic relief. Yeah, kind of. Like she'll say like, "Ooh, you know, like I'm like I use divination and so I, divination, and like I do all these things, but like." It doesn't really matter. It doesn't just, really do anything. It's just she's there. She's just there. <laughs> she's just there to like <laughs> say quirky things and then she leaves. And then she oh. comes back again and then says quirky things and then leaves. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to keep track of where all of our characters are and mm-hmm. what they're doing. Okay. And I have been posting um, so pictures we- that I find Anthony. Yeah, Thank unfortunately, you, it's like one of those things where it's, like, it's a book, and I'm uh, again because like if I if it's like because like uh, I'm basically trying to make sure that uh, you know people who are listening to this can actually kind of oh, understand what's you know. Digi twink. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we stuck with this man, this random stranger that he knows named Murtag. Um. That's what Aragon is stuck with. 
And essentially, so like, uh, Aragon sees his freaking five foot sword. <laughs> and he's just like, uh. It's like, dude, what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense in the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> so he sees it like, you know, like that freaking humongous sword. Oh my god. Like, I just had a thought of like every action is an equal and opposite reaction. So when he lifts this sword and hits something, he flies back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying before. He can't fucking control it. He's just like swinging around. He can't fucking pick it up. He's just like, Ugh! no. You know, like like you grab a small kid and like you spin around and they're just kind of flying like that. But yeah, like, that's the sword. Basically that, but like he's also kind of getting pulled too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like swinging the sword around and it's like pulling his whole body. With the sword. <laughs> he has to lean back all the way. Like, he's on his heels. He's, like, he's like swinging it and diving at the same time because the sword is pulling him with down. One with one hand. It. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so... He's, like, every time he swings the sword, it's like, you know how, like, Superman flies? He just kind of lifts his fist is pulling him. Or, like, Thor. Like, the hammer's really pulling him. It's no, kinda no, like you that. see, you see, uh, dragon riders are actually very strong, so it's okay that he has a- <laughs> Except he gets, uh, he gets deadly thigh rub. Like. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he'll pass out if you breathe on him wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like, the, the, he got super intelligent the second he got that mark, right? Uh, apparently, because he learned how to read in a week. <laughs> so, like, like, how long he like before, before he gets the leave? mark. So, like, before he gets the mark, he's like, he, like he, he, this is he would talk like, oh, all right, lad, bad British accent, and then after he gets the the mark, he's like all posh, is like, a spot of tea. Point out, Anthony, that our best audience is apparently in the UK. <laughs> oh, and you just offended all two of them. So I would like to apologize as the PR team for Morden. I would like to apologize on behalf. Uh, Anthony will be suspended without pay. <laughs> Wait, so like what I'm hearing is like he just like he this, he gets his white mark on his hand, so he like he has a perfect transatlantic accent. <laughs> perfect yes. for TV. <laughs> but like no, like I asked because like he he got the mark on his hand like the second the the thing hatched, and he had that egg. That dragon was in that forest for like months, right? And no one noticed. Yeah, some reason no. So one he has... had superpowers for like a month. Or so, and never thought, huh? I'm holding this whole fucking cow a lot easier than I should be. <laughs> or, wow, just... I'm suddenly doing all this mathematics real easily that I've never been able to do before. Oh, I just yeah, lifted wow. 15 tons weightlifting. I just bench pressed like 30 tons. I'm like, what's up with that, guys? Like, what's going on? <laughs> He's just like, man, I'm from Redneckistan. What do I know? Sometimes we just get powers. I didn't even know an egg was an egg. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm doing complex equations in my head. (laughs) No, he's making, he's on his spare time making complete star maps of the entire fucking galaxy. He's like, huh. 
this is new, but like not weird, I guess. <laughs> Alpha Centauri's getting awfully close this year. How do I know that? Who knows? <laughs> so, um, so Murtag, you know, sees that humongous Buster Sword looking. Looking thing, and so we actually see the sword in like the movie. Sorry, continue. I just gotta see the sword. It's um, it's a red sword. I'm pretty. I hope they shrunk it down. (laughs) (laughs) It's a red blade. Um, but yeah, I really hope they shrunk it down because I don't know how. (laughs) Yeah, they shrunk it down. They shrunk it down by a lot, but holy fuck, the size! Five feet. Five feet. (laughs) And again, for some reason, they like they didn't like they they. Because, like, again, someone, like, in their publishing house must have looked at the thing and said, like, it said five feet. Then they said, oh, no, it's fine. Just publish it. <laughs> These idiots don't know sizes. They'll never figure it out. <laughs> like, honestly, I'd be okay with it being five feet if it wasn't that he was carrying it on his hip. Like if yeah, it was like if it was like carrying it on his back and it was like strapped to his back like the no. big fucking heavy thing that's supposed to be <laughs> it's like No, he literally has this like I just keep thinking like it's like if I was like being dragged behind someone because <laughs> I'm like five okay cause like because again cause like I'm like five 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 four and, and I'm five just, two. Like, I just... Yeah, but yeah, but so I'm just thinking like okay, because I mean like me just on someone's side <laughs> and I'm just being dragged <laughs> by, like, by me, a like, man the same fucking height dragged. as you though by a guy who's the same fucking height as you too yeah so, reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so like Murtag he sees that sword and he's just like um I know what that sword is and that's from uh, Morzan, that's one of Gavatorix's, uh, Gavatorix's, you know, like, dragon riders, and I'm pretty sure he was killed. So you just have an evil person's sword just strapped to your side, bruh. And then, like... And, like... Uh, we call it, what was the guy, Bormi or some shit? Brom? Brom just, like, gave him an evil man's sword. Yep, That yep. he stole... Yep. From the evil king. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not gonna put a fucking like target on this little ch- this sixteen year old. It's fine. He's like They'll never find him. It's not like he has a huge thing that gives him away that he's carrying around that's everywhere. So far, he has. <laughs> and also, I'm very curious at this point how they've been hiding his fucking dragon. So, um, the reason. So this is how they deal with Safira. They she like. So when Does she pass out? out? No, no, no. So what they do is that they just have her fly in the sky while they're traveling on ground. Wait, so like she never not rests. Allowed. They can't She's park it. Resting. It's like no, okay, they... circle. We can't find a parking spot. Just circle around the I block. I also love minutes. to point out I'll that the right king back. has sky cops <laughs> with dragons. Yes. They never yes. run into her. Just doing yes. like patrols. <laughs> Yeah, he's circling around the block while the dude walks into the 7-Eleven to get his fucking Slurpee and his taquitos. He's like, you want anything? Just circle around the block. I'll be right back. There's no sp- par- parking also, spot. Uh, flying in into the sky doesn't make you invisible. Yeah. 
It just makes you makes smaller. You br- yeah, and honestly, it also like makes you really easy to fucking see. Yeah, on like, day. like, hey, what's that in the sky? It's almost like this. There's a you can dragon, literally like, like, you you can literally see airplanes that are thirty thousand feet in the air, like daytime how, and night. And that is higher than breathable oxygen, basically. <laughs> and this dragon is supposed to fly high enough so people can't find her. Yeah, essentially. Like, like literally, like, all she does throughout the day as a traveling is fly in the sky. <laughs> so, and then, like, so, like, it's, it can't even rest. It has to just well, get no, like, the block. So, like, so, like when like they're resting, shark. then, like, sh- when they're resting, of course, like, she rests, but, like, Literally, when they're traveling, she's just flying all the time. Because they don't want her on the ground. <laughs> I feel like the ground so would almost stupid. be better. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that would make more sense. But I'm just like, I like I okay, picture it, this, like, all right? You have a blue whale, okay, that can fly. And you're like, <laughs> hide in the sky. No one will find you there. <laughs> It's like I like it would have been better if like like if she was just on the ground and like they just covered her up with leaves. That would have been way less conspicuous than a fucking <laughs> dragon circle this extinct or endangered animal just circling around in the sky. That's not something you see every day. <laughs> you're just gonna ignore she's, like, she's flying in like a fucking thing pattern, like at the airport. Just, like, <laughs> She's skywriting in the sky using her fire breath. The thing that I don't get... The thing that I don't get is that, like, they'll try and say, oh, no, no, they'll think that she's a bird, but she has a tail, you know? And then, like, her neck is long. Again, from personal experience with airplanes that are much more bird-shaped... I never have looked in the sky and been like, is that a bird? Is it a plane? Like fucking Superman. I know it's a plane. It's not like, like dragons have legs, like four legs and a tail and a neck and huge spiky wings. Like, and planes look more like birds. And I still have never been like G Willikers. Especially when it's flying around. Oh, gee, Willikers! And is again, that a... to be to be small enough to even be perceived as a bird, it would have to go above basically atmospheric pressure, where there's barely any air to fly and barely enough oxygen to breathe. It's a spiky bird. It's a green-tailed. Um, a green-tailed grebe. The grebe, for the boobies. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, it's a bird, but we need the next letter. It's a. Curve. You know what? You know what? This just reminded me, like, this just reminded me, like, okay, so people at home, I work with kids, and like one of them, like, every time we sing like the ABCs or do like A is for apple, B is for banana, or whatever, they always have to stretch like super hard to find an x word that goes with x and mm-hmm. like one of them was like some weird species of bird is like <laughs> x is for as i'm like how is a kid gonna like <laughs> no like <laughs> mm. 
Sorry, it's kind of off topic. I just yeah. it made me think. You say say xylophone, but it's like yeah, like one. xylophone would have made more sense. Oh yeah, because they I'm just stretch super hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like he just has this evil guy's sword, <laughs> and Aragorn's just like, you know what? I'm still gonna use it. Even though, even like, I'm pretty sure we can't even hide that thing because <laughs> I'm still gonna feet. use it, even though it paints a giant target on my head. Yes, so they'll like never find me," says Aragon as he drags around a giant metal sword that's clanging against the ground because he can't fucking carry it. No, clearly he can't. As big as he is. Guys. Guys, 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 every time this guy rolls into town, the entire town just hears a scraping noise. Yeah. <laughs> he's dragging it on the or floor. Or, like, you see where going. he's been in the woods, and it's just this, like, divot line where the grass has been cut by this dragging sword. And every town he has to go to, he has to get it, like, resharpened because he's just, like, filing it along the way. And I just imagine, like, a stealth scene. Coming up, and he's like, <laughs> like fucking plate mail in D and D, but still, people are just like, must have been the wind. <laughs> Although, so, I guess it could be argued that his special like sunburn, uh, fucking makes him so he could lift the sword. <laughs> his negative sunburn. He, he is lighter. It's a negative sunburn. The facts. Is that sound still happening? Or yeah, no? yeah. God, dang it, hold on. Actually, guys, can we take a quick break? No, sure, sure. no oh, breaks. Yes. Oh, you have to apologize to our UK viewers. No, <laughs> all three of them. Never. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Morgan, I have so many questions. So many questions. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, first question. First question. What? How old is this emperor? Like, how long does the lifespan of these dragon riders get? Because, like, if it's only, like, oh, you get, like, 20 extra years, there's no fucking way in hell no one knows what a dragon egg looks like. So, when it comes to this, um, how do I explain it? So, like, dragon riders, like, as long as their dragon, like, lives and everything, they're essentially just immortal. <laughs> So, again, now, why would a dragon agree to this agreement? They get nothing but negative. I, I literally don't know. Um, oh, like, there's something else I'm probably going to talk about, because it's just, like, it's just very interesting, where it's just, like, okay. <laughs> it, just, it just makes sense. But I'll probably, um, the issue, I don't know. I was hoping, because I was thinking about doing pictures, but then I was just like, but then, you know, the audience who's listening can't hear it. Oh, so I can't see it. But maybe, maybe for the next book, I'll do pictures. Uh, I don't know. Like, this, this has been just happens. a long trip of, wow, dragons have it the fucking worst in this world. <laughs> also, where are yeah. the elves? What are they doing in this scenario? Are they just done? Are they all dead or something? <gasps> like they uh, they started this problem and then just kind of peaced out. <laughs> Who they know? Uh, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. God, this, I feel so bad for the dragons of this world. They just get nothing but garbage from everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, like they're these super strong creatures. Like super strong can wipe out entire towns by themselves individually. 
And then yeah, they, they go with this <laughs> like, they go humanoid, with this humanoid creature. <laughs> Which also makes me confused because they were they went so hard on the elves for doing even the slightest bit of and that's the thing that's always so funny because, like, uh, I was trying to point that out where they're like, where they're like, oh yeah, you know, um, the elves didn't want to fight, but then like they fought anyway, like like as in self defense, but like as, yeah, because like, only one fucking elf fucked up and they all were getting genocided. Wait, sorry, yeah. what? Like only one elf fucked up and like then the dragon's like, they all gotta die. They all gotta Literally, die. so that's the thing. It was very funny because they're like. They tried to paint the elves as someone that's like, oh no, we don't want to fight. But I'm like, but there was this random elf that just murdered, hunted, and killed a dragon. So apparently, all y'all, <laughs> all y'all aren't that good. And also, also, the other thing that gets me, they destroyed the elves for this, but they did. They're just cool with the humans. No, so, um, when they, so, like, the dragon riders and everything, well, like, I thought it was actually trying to think. Also. Yeah, yeah, so they were mad at the elves, and then, you know, they became, like, and then dragon riders started happening, and then, uh, yeah, humans, they weren't really mad at the humans. Okay, but again, the elves were the ones who started dragon yes. riding. Yes. How did the humans get involved? They, Why uh, essentially, it was, like, what to do it? It was one of those things where I think they're like, oh, no, no, all, like, everyone should trust start becoming dragon riders. So, like, if a squirrel touches a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that would happen. It would just, like, mind open. Superpowers (laughs) open. Oh, me me and Morgan are talking about how, like, how, A, the dragons just so ham on elves for one elf fucking up. But the humans are literally a detriment to the entire species, and they're like, yeah, no, we're cool with them. We're fine with them. And also, like, the elves Wait. we call- apparently everyone can be a dragon, right? Everyone. It doesn't matter. Here, it's like, what if a squirrel thing. touches it? <laughs> I, okay, so the dragons went ham on this elf. On these elves. Like, they start- like, they fucking just decided to kill them all. But it's like, the dragons are just aware that all elves are bad or something like are they do they have like a mind link are they they had they, they had it? meetings like literally it just, it just seems like they were mad like literally, clearly that was it they just said but, okay oh but my the god dragons this elf did it the dragons killed- aren't the dragons aren't like sentient are they they are sentient they they're are intelligent like, they're they can intelligent think. species they they're can talk they, they can, can talk, talk. They can okay. talk, uh, well, like, Tele- they can talk through, a uh, mind link, but they're oh, still okay. quite intelligent. Okay. It's like, like, if you could talk to a parrot through your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and not get, like, just a, 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 lit, a long litany of bird food, 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 <laughs> food. <laughs> but, like, no, we were just talking, like, so, like, what if a squirrel just touches the egg and gets the sunburn and it's the right <laughs> It's mine. Just accidentally jump into human level intelligence or the beyond. The squirrel just becomes super like, buff. The squirrel starts to, doing, like, calculus and, like, you know, super like, some, some, like, some fox or wolf tries to eat it and just fucking wrecks it. Like, it bites it. It's like, haha, you thought that hurt me. Just, like, but it basically becomes Mighty Mouse. <laughs> God. 
It's just... There are so many holes in this universe <laughs> that will never be filled because it's impossible to fill these. I want to meet the first dog rider. <laughs> Burns the down dog the rider. Oh. It's just like Burns oh down the whole, we call it the entire town because we have an abnormally large population of stray cats. <laughs> He's like, yes. and the mailman, he's next. <laughs> the mailman gets it next. This is all good. Good. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay, so where were we? We were on the stupid sword again. <laughs> the evil guy's sword. Um. So essentially what happens is that so Aragon gets captured again. And guess what happens when he gets captured? He, he is stays drugged awake. and he, he is stays bound. Awake. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sensing this book might have been like the author's like pink awakening. Like he's like, <laughs> I really just want to be tied up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to read a kink analysis. Psychological analysis of I don't know, maybe like I don't know, like maybe it's the fact that he just likes the idea of becoming uncomfortable. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like you know, it's super cool, like passing out and like almost dying. You know, that's and getting drugged. (laughs) Yeah, that's super cool. (laughs) I just want to live the rest of my days in a coma, not being conscious. <laughs> Get that sleeping so, beauty experience. So uh, Aragon, bedizzle. So Aragon, he you know if he's in a cell and then he sees the girl from his dreams and she looks incredibly bad, but for some weird reason I forget I don't know what's wrong with this writer. He has to still hot, describe though. her as hot. Does that make sense? Still hot, though. <laughs> literally, like, literally, she's bleeding literally. out. She's I covered have... in filth and shit. This and girl... Her teeth are yellow. But I'd still tap that. This girl is suffocating. She's about to die. She has, like, stab wounds and bullet wounds. But you know what? She's so hot, though. So, so literally, hot. so literally, she's getting carried like into a cell. That makes any sense. And like, here's a quote right here: "Her head lowered to the side." Aragon gasps, feeling like he had been struck in the stomach. She was the woman from his dreams. Her sculpted face was as perfect as a painting. Her round chin, high cheekbones, and long eyelashes gave her an exotic look. The only mar oh in her beauty was a scrape along her jaw. Nevertheless, she was the fairest woman he had ever seen. Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. This bitch has been like in captivity for months. Yet they yes. still had time to do her fucking makeup and her perfect hair. <laughs> no, I think that's literally just how she looks. Um, she is. They see that in movies the... all the fucking time. I know. Time. I like hate you that. see it like survival movies. Like, people talk about the heels, which, yes, are are stupid, but they don't talk about how, like, they have lipstick, foundation, (laughs) eyeliner, and mascara on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, perfect wingtips, and I blame because men don't fucking understand what makeup looks like. They truly think women look like this, (laughs) and it's so fucking unhealthy. But, seriously... She is in captivity. You telling her yes. they gave her foundation and a blending brush? <laughs> no, no, like, um, so this is when, so I just want to point this out as well. 
Um, this is when Aragon actually figures out that she's an elf as well. So I think they're just trying to say that, like, like literally this elf girl, this elf chick, um, she just like, again, he'll keep saying this elf chick looks hot. He'll keep <laughs> saying, like, <laughs> he'll keep, like, because, like, 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 you're super right about the kink, Elena. He's <laughs> 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 super into elves. I'm telling you. And, like, it's funny because, like, um, Paulini will say, no, 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 I actually don't like the elves that much. I like the dwarves. But this keeps happening. We'll talk about the elves as if they're the greatest thing ever, just like Tolkien. And we'll just keep saying, oh, you know, the elves are so great. This lady, the elf chick, she's so beautiful. And it's just like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's no, just there. No, I would strange. never fucking elf. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, never. so, um... So, like, you know, so actually, uh, Aragon is trying to escape, and then Murtog helps him. Um, so the thing that I don't get is that, so for some weird reason, I will never understand this, Murtag is wearing a fake beard, because he's like, oh, you know, I don't want people to, you know, to show, like, I don't want people to know my face. Okay, just so, like, this universe, a dragon yes. is mistaken for a bird just because it's in the sky, where dragons are also... But, I don't know, the dragon says caca every once in a while. And now <laughs> this guy can walk in with a beard and be like, what the fuck is that? With a mustache tattooed on his finger. <laughs> also, these people we'll don't know what eggs are. If this person was a D&D character, their insight would be negative five. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that or, like, literally everything this team does is, like, a nat 20 deception. <laughs> Fact. like everything like and everyone just rolls crit fails that's what the power of the dragon gives you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um so again like they uh so they actually find the elf uh, the elf woman and murtag is like oh my god again he also has to say wow this lady's hot <laughs> <laughs> she's worried about the movie Oh, and about yeah. what process they had to go through to hire the super hot elf chick. Was it the author just sitting in the room being like, not hot enough? Your lips aren't big enough. No, just no. Nah. And so basically the process of, we gotta find a chick the author will fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, they find the elf uh, woman. And essentially, like, you know, she's unconscious and such, but they still, um, they still manage to get her out. They all escape from this kind of prison area. And they try, so like, again, this is an elf that's been through a lot of torture. So she looks very bad, okay? So they actually try to heal her. Aragon tries to heal her with magic. And this is the thing, again, because, <laughs> because this freaking child was writing this, this child was writing this, I have a quote that made me scream. Okay, here it is. Although he tried to preserve the elf's modesty, he could uh, he could not help but notice that underneath the disfiguring marks, her body was exceptionally beautiful. He was what does exhausted. That mean? Yeah, also, what does that mean? It's also, like, I think we get the point. It's like, <laughs> like we, tried we understand. To preserve her modesty. What does that mean? He's trying not to like. He's trying so, so, not to like look at like her boobs. Like, what does that mean? It like, seems like it. So I mean, like they try, they're healing her entire body, and they say like, oh yeah, you know, we have to like find bruises and such and heal them. But this is just we. That's <laughs> what he said. Oh no. <laughs> Again, it's like we fucking get like 
Because imagine, it's, it's imagine hot, just it's replace like... this description with something else. Like, this is my friend Bob. He has brown hair, brown eyes, and is tall and slender. And every time you meet Bob, the author's like, he's got brown hair, brown eyes, and he's tall and slender. We know, my guy. You already told us this. You <laughs> don't need just... to say it again. And it's but... just like, also, it's like, it's like... She, he's like describing this woman who's like what been tortured for like weeks. Yes, it's that's like, the other thing. It's yes! like you see, you see somebody like it like seems a like a lack of get... actual care for her health and just her appearance. Like okay, she's still like, hot though. It doesn't matter. She's dying right like, now. Like the fact that your mind like you see go like there. a prisoner of war yeah. who had been brutally tortured and like waterboarded and like forced to like stay awake for. 60 hours at a time yes. with like loud music and not given food and like they're like a skeleton walking out and it's like but they're so hot that's and that's the thing so like there's actually more to this quote it says he was exhausted and did not dwell upon it though his ears turned red at times and he fervently hoped that Safira did not know what he was thinking Oh Literally, my god. She is unconscious. She is unconscious and she like, probably she does not give a fuck, and- dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, this dude was like 16? <laughs> Wait, how old is the elf? Is she in like her 30s or some shit? Or like a thousand so they years don't, old? They don't know how old she is, but she looks like a grown woman essentially. But they just so, don't know how old she is yet. So like she's probably like, why is this little kid staring at me? Oh my fucking well, god. I'm she's dying. unconscious right now. She's okay. just That like, makes so it worse. Yeah, that makes like, it so much worse. It's yes! Like, <laughs> she's unconscious and she's makes, been tortured and, <laughs> and so he's much like, worse. Still hot though. How the fuck did they did this get past? The, the, I don't like the censorship people. Like how that, that is I so fucked know. up. <sighs> <laughs> so like this is like so I, again worse. I I don't understand like again because again like and <laughs> like as someone like because like as like an ace person like I'm just like okay you know I kind of understand certain things. But then, like, even, like, because, <laughs> like, there are certain times where I get annoyed at, like, romance and such. But I'm just, like, he keeps, like, literally every single time when, uh, when this elf girl, like, is around, they have to keep saying, oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, she's so wonderful. Oh, she's so hot. <laughs> I just don't get it. Again, so, yeah. yeah, it's like, why would your mind even go there, first of all? In this situation, but then second of all, like I said, from a writing perspective, we get the fucking point. You Mm -hmm. only have to tell us that she's beautiful once, and then Mm -hmm. the the audience picture what they perceive as beautiful. It's not like they'll forget and be like, oh, good thing you said something. I made her to look like a fucking thumb thumb from Spy Kids. So, um, so, like, they're traveling through the desert, and they're trying to get, um, you know, to the Barden, essentially. And the elf girl isn't waking up. And they're just like, okay, well, I mean, like, what could happen? And Murtaugh literally guessed, and it's just like, maybe she's in a coma, but it's like a self-induced coma. 
And then, like, Aragorn, <laughs> and then Aragorn actually, like, enters the elf's mind, and she speaks with him, like, you know, and, uh, like, and he speaks with the elf girl, and, like, yeah, literally, she's just, like, in the coma, like, you know, talking to, um, him in her mind, and essentially she says, yeah, this is a self-induced coma, <laughs> right on the ringer, <laughs> good guess, Murtag. <laughs> you know, you know, what's you know, really just, cool, wait, you get a coma, being guys. asleep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a self-induced coma. <laughs> if you can choose to be in one and choose to kind of get out of one, then okay. Sleep. I think these people might have an addiction to like sleeping pills. Like, <laughs> no, no, like there, there's like this plant that grows all over this region that tastes fucking amazing. And, and it just like knocks an, everyone out. It's a narcotic. Yes. Like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna put this shit on everything. <laughs> Why is little like Timmy God sleeping? Put that shit on everything. <laughs> Why is little Timmy sleeping 14 hours of the day? Who knows? Who cares? We got more. <laughs> Where are the eggs in the fridge? I don't know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Side effect may cause you to forget what eggs look like. <laughs> Guys, we cracked the code. We cracked the code. So yeah, so it's a self it's a self-induced coma. And uh turns out that, you know, the people that were torturing her gave her a very bad poison. And essentially she's has she induced this coma kind of like to make sure that it doesn't kill her. So she's just kind of like in this like, you know, thing and Basically, um, it's really funny because basically it says, okay, um, I need, I need an antidote, but it's only with the elves or it's with the Varden. So you gotta take me to the Varden right now. So essentially she actually shows Aragon the way to get to the Varden and it's like in these mountains that makes any sense. Um, and, but yeah, but like he, um, like she could show that essentially. And as they're going to the Varden, like, you know, in these big mountains, um, some slavers attack him. So the, some slavers, like, attack them and, like, you know, um, uh, like, Aragon's like, oh my god, like, I, I hate slavers, they're so terrible, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then Murtag actually beheads the leader. And then Aragon's like, wait, hold on, I didn't want you to actually kill them, though. That's <laughs> just like, what? It's like, these people are doing the worst imaginable thing possible, but don't kill them. I'm no, getting the vibe that slavery is in this universe just to make the main character be such a good guy that yeah. hates slavery. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like that way. Yeah. I seriously think that's what it is. Like, because so, so far it served no actual story purpose, and he just, every time, it's again the same thing with, wow, she's so beautiful. Like, any mention of slavery, he's like, man, slavery sucks. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm what you call one of the good guys. <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, so Aragorn gets upset and just, like, oh, you know, like, they were just humans, you know, and like, but the thing is that, so, this is the funny thing, Aragorn has fought Urgles, he's killed many Urgles, he's killed, like, you know, like, uh, like, he's fought against the Razak and everything, but then so for wait, some reason- <laughs> So, like, he's- he is a pacifist, but only when it's humans. No, no. no. Yes! <laughs> Not when it's anything else. You could even say he's a pacifist, except he is sympathetic to slave owners. 
Yes. He's just like, they just lost their way. You know? Maybe if we sit him down and talk to them. God. So, like, I don't want to say, because, like, Murjack's actually, like, okay, like, you know, like, he actually defends himself. It's just like, okay, you know, um, they're humans and everything, and, like, there's Urgles after us. So, random humans just going around knowing that there's an elf girl here. They're going to know that, um, they're going to know it's, like, the elf girl, you know, like, is, uh, is Arya and all this stuff. And it's just, like, you know, so they actually are trying to get keys. Wait, to Arya? Sorry, Arya. Oh, my God, sorry. Um, when Aragon, Elpen, uh, sorry, when Aragon goes to this elf's mind, he is told by her that her name is Arya. Sorry about that. Does that make sense? But who's that and why is that important? Do we know it's that? That's girl. the elf the elf girl. But they're like they're gonna Arya. find out she's Arya, but who the fuck is Arya? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, they're gonna find out she's Betty. Who the fuck is Betty? <laughs> <laughs> Big dramatic mm. reveal crickets. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, her name's Arya. Wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but like Aragon is still getting upset, just like, oh, you shouldn't have killed. So, like, literally, Murtag, it's funny because it's very strange how the writer writes this, but Murtag actually makes a very big point. And he, uh, like, and here's a quote here he says, Do you think I enjoy this? My life has been threatened from the day I was born. All my waking hours have been spent avoiding danger in one form or another. And sleep never comes easily because I always worry if I'm going to live to see dawn. If there is ever a time I felt secure, it must have been in my mother's womb, though I wasn't even safe there. You don't understand. If you have lived with this fear, you would know the same lesson that I did. Do not take chances. He was a risk that I removed. I refuse to repent, and I won't plague myself over what is done in past. So, it's it's very interesting how this writer can make such an interesting character out of Murtag, but then the main character is... Pretty garbage. Because yeah, it's <laughs> based off fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was actually, Aragon was based off um, the writer himself. But then some reason, he's able to have Murtag be this interesting person. But then when it comes to Aragon, Aragon's stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's very one note. Um, kind of like Goku. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Kind of like go. Wait, what was that? See, like, that's what you have to do to to get me to understand what's going on. You just have to put it all in Dragon Ball terms. Oh. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. It's so like they, uh, it's like oh, my friend is getting married. Oh, you mean like when Chi Chi and Goku got married? <laughs> 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 So, uh, Murtag and Aragon, they're getting uh, chased by Urgles, and essentially, they, they're able to find the Varden, and, you know, like, it's in these mountains, it's behind a waterfall, and it's very secret, ooh, so secret, secret city, and um, essentially what happens is that Murtag's like, uh, I don't think I should actually go in there, and then, like, Aragon's just like, what do you mean you shouldn't go with the Varden, they're the good guys, and then Murtek actually talks about it and says, yeah, um, remember that guy I was talking about, Morzan, you know, that bad guy that was with the king, and, you know, you have a sword and everything, you know, that dragon rider? Yeah, uh, that's my dad. So it's just like... <laughs> so yeah, so like, so they, um, 
So they actually, like, you know, Murtag still goes into the bar den and it's just like, okay, I can't really tell them about my dad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, but actually, um, Murtag actually talks about his, um, his life. And Morzan, his, his father, uh, treated his mother terribly. And essentially, when she was pregnant, she was locked in a castle. And then, like, so, so, so literally, like, she was just kind of, like, locked in a castle. Um, when she gave birth to Murtag, essentially, Murtag was just given to a nurse. And then the mother was just sent away out of the castle. And, like, the, the mother could only- The room atop the tallest tower. The tallest- <laughs> That's literally- <laughs> That's- that's literally what it seems like. So, like, you know, it's like it just seems like the mother, you know, would like would be able to avail like to visit like every couple of months and everything. She could never see her son. And Morzan would also show up every couple of months. And one of the times that Morzan I think it was when uh Murtag was like three or four. Uh so Morzan just so like just shows up randomly. And then like the freaking lunatic just takes, you know, that sword that Aragon has. He takes a sword and then just slices the cat to like Murtag's back up. So like literally, Murtag has the scar like on his back that's been there since he was like a child, and it looks you, very you bad. I got these scars. Ten foot sword. You like the ten foot sword? What else? Why one pinky? <laughs> you know the SpongeBob where they're trying to oh, SpongeBob episode where he's trying to get to the like the salty spittoon. And like they're telling stories to see if you're tough enough to get inside. Without sword any milk, keeps getting bigger. Sword just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> this is really just the author thought scars looked cool, and he wanted to make this character cool, so he gets a scar in a tra- traumatic way. Everyone's abused. <laughs> So yeah, um, it's the fucking Jared Leno um, damage tattoo on his face <laughs> from the Joker. Oh God! Oh, the- uh, I freaking hate that stupid <laughs> tattoo. Like, it's because it's just like, oh, we won't know that he's mentally ill until we actually write the word damage. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, we won't, people won't know he's the enemy of Batman unless we put the Batman symbol with a knife through it on his bicep. <laughs> Ooh, edgy. <laughs> so, yeah, so when Murtag got old enough, he was actually, um, so he actually met the king of and how do I explain this? This king is essentially a sleazy car salesman. So if it makes any sense. So he, uh, you know, like he talks to Murtag and he's like, oh, you know, under my reign. Can you spell that, Morgan. Er- okay. Oh, God. It's going to be very hard. Sorry. Uh, it's Galbatorix. So G A L B. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to look it up for Google Images. But like, I'm like, what the. Oh, my God. This guy? Huh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So King, yes, basically, like he's a sleazy car salesman, and he tells all these good things to Murtag. He's like, oh, you know, I'm um, underneath my reign. There's going to be peace. The Urgles won't be around. It's going to be so wonderful. And you know, like it's just like with your help, I can do this. It's going to be so great. It's going to be a utopia. And then Murtag's like, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. I'm going to be your servant. And then, like, um, and then Galvatorix is like, okay, well, you know, like, when I need your help, I'll just contact you in a couple of months. So in a couple of months, it comes up, and the Bard and the Rebels, uh, you know, they attack, uh, 
some of the king's followers and such. And the king gets extremely mad, and he actually wants a, he like he he brings Murtag up. Essentially, he tells a Murtag to go to the nearby town that occasionally hides the rebels, and like you know like and, and basically like um and basically kind of like get those uh, like essentially like attack that town. And then Murtag's like, okay, well, I mean, they occasionally hide rebels, but we don't know which ones are the good guys and the bad guys. How can we tell which ones are the guilty people? And then Gabatorix just says, oh, yeah, no, no, just kill all of them. Just just kill all of them. It's fine. And then it's just like... <laughs> so then, like, Murtag immediately is just like, oh, this guy is just a freaking sociopath. And, then, <laughs> oh my God. and that's... And that's when he's just like, oh, I need to leave. And that's when Murtag leaves. And he's just like, I need to go. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so it's just like, okay, I need to leave. And that's when Murtag leaves. And that's when they eventually find Aragon. So then Aragon, you know, hears all of this. And just like, oh, okay, so you hate the king. Why don't you join the Varden? And then, again, it's really funny because the writer seems to understand what's happening, but still Aragon's stupid. So, <laughs> yeah. so Murtag actually says, um, the Varden isn't actually good because they want to remove the king and the empire. You know, the government, you know, the thing that keeps things together and it would throw the world into anarchy if it was removed. You know, the thing that's making the world turn. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to join them. And also, like, and also since I'm Morzan's son, they'll just treat me terribly. And, like, and Aragon's like, nah, nah, it'll be fine. They won't treat you terribly. <laughs> two, two days later where they're treating him terribly. Two days later when they're trying to fucking stab him. In his You're face. right, Aragon. They treat me horrendously. <laughs> no, so he's, like, really that... tied to a fucking witch-burning tote log. <laughs> like, hmm. I feel like this could have been prevented. <laughs> so you know what actually so you know what actually happens? They meet the leader of the Varden, and then like they're like, hmm Question. that guy Murtag, he sounds familiar. He also kind of looks familiar. Hold on. And then like literally they're like, Can I just like see your back for a sec? And they see the scar, and they're like, oh, that's Morzan's son. And then they immediately treat him terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you guys said! <laughs> Question. Where are they hiding the giant dragon this whole time? So, I, think, I, I feel um, like this part wasn't really thought through whatsoever. Circle so, around the block. It's fine. They can't ticket us as long as someone's fly, as long as you're in motion. You'll be fine. I'll be so, right back. I just gotta get some taquitos. <laughs> so actually, um, this is the point where essentially they find out that the Varden are in this... I I have been trying to figure out how big this thing actually is, but it's an underground city, but I can't explain like how it is a massive king, like a massive castle, a massive kingdom underground, and there's a, like, you know, like, um, like, like, you know, like, a, it's all underground, but then for some weird reason, like, they're saying, like, oh, you know, like, there's these peaks, and it's, you know, super tall, and, like, these buildings are super tall, and there's tunnels and everything, and it's all underground. This complete underground city. And, like, so, yeah, so this is probably, um, so this is where they're just keeping the Varden, and it's a dwarven city, and 
it's just this massive thing. And I, again, I don't think the writer understands. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's my, that was my thing. Because this Mm -hmm. sword is obviously weird, but then this idea that you can just, like, hide a fucking dragon in the sky. Yeah. And, like, like, to me, it would have made more sense to keep it, like... The sword was normal size, yes. Like, like from the (laughs) egg, like, just keep it, like, still the size of, like, a fucking cat, and then, like, hide it in your backpack or something, and then, like, it slowly grows. But they went from cat size to now I can ride this thing to the fucking ether. Mm -hmm. Like, like, if you want to go on a magical walking adventure where dragons are hidden, keep it small. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he needs to be the dragon rider, not the dragon carrier, okay? (laughs) Just like, so, like, whatever. <laughs> but, okay, so, actually, so, um, so, essentially, so, yeah, so, Murtag's being treated terribly, they, like, take him away, and they're like, ew, this person's gross, I don't like him! Um, so, essentially, what happens is that they essentially have this, a dwarven guide, um, Aragon and Saphir have this dwarven guide, and he talks about this humongous underground city, and it's huge and everything, and, um, So essentially the thing is that it's like, they talk about this, but so Aragorn actually asks and they're like, okay, the city, there's a bunch of people in here. Where do you farm? And then the dwarf Auric goes, oh no, no, we don't farm. We just like, we just take in resources from the outside and then bring them in here. And And it's just like, Like, no, no, no. They have a whole um, barter system? Like, what is that? Like, yeah, what do they mean? So essentially, um, so like the dwarves, they don't just live underground. There's other dwarven cities around this area. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So they import everything from the they other They import area. everything. And then it's just like, then, but you're going, like, if something bad happens, you're going to start. Also, what do they export? Like, yeah, what do they again, export? what do they get out of this deal? This per, how, how do deals work in this universe? Someone gets everything. The other gets less than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they literally only say so this is the thing they're like oh no, no no it's fine because the only reason why we have this humongous underground city is that during emergency situations they can house the entire dwarven nation but it's just like but then if it's an emergency it, and you have no yeah. supply of food yes yes <laughs> and why are you living down there like, yes! right now like that'd like, be why? like that would why? be like, like I have a bomb shelter just in case, and I'm living in there for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I really like this bomb shelter. It's way better than my apartment. I'm just gonna live here from now on. But I have to go get ramen noodles from my neighbors every week, or else I'd starve yeah. to death. <laughs> it's actually Literally. 15 miles away from any any like grocery store or anything, so it's a little inconvenient. But you know, it's such a nice bomb. Shelter. I feel like they could just like poke a fucking hole for sunlight and like grow <laughs> potatoes like they don't need that much <laughs> yeah like i just i don't understand it because it's just like okay like because like okay let's say that something bad happens outside and then they're like okay you know all the dwarves need to go in here and then it's just like okay you're right you probably like rations or something but eventually you're going to starve because there's nothing being grown in like you know so it's just like why did Again, there's these things with the writer where he says things, but then he doesn't think them all the way through. <laughs> so it's just, 
And then there's this thing. They're like, oh, you know, this city, um, it's so tall and you look, and like it's so high, and we have all these steps to go, um, you know, to uh, to go to the tippy top all the way down to the, you know, the biggest bottom, like, uh, of the city. And then they're like, okay, but like, uh, and the Aragorn actually asks, and they're just like, oh, you know, so let's say, like, you know, we're at the tippy top, and then you have to go to the bottom. How do you get down? And then he just goes, oh, yeah, there's a slide. And I'm just like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. They literally just have a slide near the steps and that people will just slide down during a Going like situations. Mach 12. Yes! <laughs> and that's the thing! And there's no way to stop. There's no way to slow down. There's no way to stop. I imagine too, it's like those the- old school metal slides that like <laughs> fucking rip your skin off like as you're going down. And if it was like hot out and like they'd be like 500 degrees to the time. <laughs> I just imagine like some, and then, okay, hold on. So to go up, they have to take the stairs. There's not even yeah. like a pulley elevator system. So, so they have to actually- walk up like Skyrim, like the 7,000 steps to get up. And then to get <laughs> down, they have to slide going 5,000 miles an hour. <laughs> so the thing is that it's really funny because, okay, so you know we said like a, about the pulley system and everything? There actually is a pulley system, but there's still the freaking slide there! <laughs> they just really like slides. They're like, wee! <laughs> Literally, um, the only reason why there's a slide is for, like, a very, like, interesting part, which is, doesn't make any sense. But I think the writer just wanted a slide, because he was 17 or 16 or whatever, and wanted a slide to go down. <laughs> When I grow up, my house is gonna have thirty rooms, and I'm gonna have a giant slide. In when it I have my and... underground bunker, where the world <laughs> is with no sustainable food and water income, I am going to have a giant McDonald's playpen slide going all the way down. Now, my question is: Is it at least a closed slide, or is it an open one that you could just open. like lean and fall out? Open. It's open. Oh god, this is the best. It's an open slide, literally right next to the stairs. <laughs> okay, so um, this like this is something that's a little bit minor, but it makes sense in the future. But essentially, so this um, so like you know, uh, they're like the city is filled with people, and this is the first dragon rider they've seen in years. And it's a good dragon rider, too. So there's people coming up to him and, like, saying, like, Oh, you know, Aragorn, you're so great. You're so wonderful. Your dragon's so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And there's this old woman there with a child. And um, essentially, because, like, he actually, um, sorry, the old woman is like, Oh, you know, this child, she has no, uh, she has no family. And, like, I'm the only person that she has in this world. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm old. I'm frail. Please bless this child for good luck. And then Aragon is just like, uh, okay, uh, I'll try. Happened to the blessing. And then he blesses uh, her. It makes any sense. And what's very interesting is that um, Safira, she can do magic occasionally. She, she, can't, she can't really control it. But yeah, but actually, um, Safira, like, she kind of, like, brushes, um, like, brushes the child with, like, her snout. And the child also gets a silver mark on its forehead. Um, so it's just something that will be interesting later, <laughs> but for now, we're just going to keep it at that. Um, so essentially, you know, um, so Arya, 
the elf woman, you know, that was kidnapped and everyone thinks is hot. <laughs> everyone oh thinks God. it's hot. Um, so, like, she actually, you know, tries to test Aragon and it's just like, oh, you know, like, I'm going to make sure that you're able to fight. And, you know, when, uh, when Arya, like, comes into the room, everyone's just, like, stopping to stare at her and they're all in awe. Oh, my and- God. Everybody's just creeping oh on this woman who was brutally tortured for weeks on end. <laughs> just mm-hmm. Wait, is she still unconscious? So, mm-hmm. um, the antidote will sing about the poison and everything. Um, they're able to give her the antidote um, at the Varden. This is the reason why they went to the Varden in the first place. Um, okay, so they, they yeah. already did that. Yeah, they healed her, essentially. And she's now better, and she's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna test you. And they fight. And, like, everyone's just like, oh, my God, the elf, she fought so beautifully. <laughs> oh, my God. She fought so beautifully. Oh it was God. so beautiful. Aragon, you were good, too, but that elf was just so wonderful. And Aragon actually, um, and Aragon actually loses, but then Arya's like, oh, no, but actually, you pass, because you're cool, Aragon. Oh <laughs> Participation trophies, y'all. Yeah, but it's funny, so literally, like, everyone thinks that, like, she's hot, and then Sephira's like, hmm, I don't really like her, she looks shapeless. And then Aragon's like, Sephira, you're jealous, aren't you? <laughs> As you know how women are. fucking lizard. You know how women are. And then Zephyr is like, "No, I'm not jealous." <laughs> That's a lizard. Even though it's just, it's just funny. It's just like I swear to God. So yeah, so um, so like Arya, you know, uh, brings Aragon to like kind of the side, and it's just like, okay, so, you know, you're the only good dragon rider right now. So, um, you need, uh, we need to actually get you to the L so you can train a little bit more, because you need to get, you know, to your tip-top shape. Um, and then, essentially, it turns out, um, like, as time passes, um, it turns out that the Urkels, you know, like, York people, the bad creatures, the Steve they're Urkels, in the- Urkels, yes. Yeah, the Steve Urkels, um, they're <laughs> actually coming through the tunnels, um, of this underground city. And this is the thing- that's also very stupid about this underground city. So the thing is that, so like there are just a bunch of tunnels that have been unmapped. There's a bunch that are just everywhere in this freaking like underground area. There's a bunch of tunnels and no one can keep track of them. And <laughs> so the dwarves are like, oh God, we, you know, we actually didn't know they were coming, you know, um, like until, like until it was kind of like too late and they have to like get ready. But it's just like, okay, so this, you know, we only have this as a stronghold for your nation when things get very bad, but you can't protect it. You can't <laughs> grow food. <laughs> you, can't. you have to import everything. You know, like, it's so tall, you have to go down a slide or a pulley system. <laughs> and it's just like, so why is it here? <laughs> and this is our for get out like <laughs> but it's so bad because it's just like it doesn't make under it doesn't make any sense and then like it's just i just don't understand it so anyway they get ready for um they get ready for like the urkels that are coming and they're like oh you know we're going to fight them and you know uh so everyone's killing urkels and then like this is like, I guess, 
literally the only reason why that slide is there is that Aragon's like at the top of the city and he's like, oh my god, something bad's happening at the bottom. So he, so literally he goes <laughs> on the slide. slide no, so this is the thing. He says, um, like in the book, it says he slides down for nearly 10 minutes. Wait, what? And ten, nearly ten minutes. Shit. Sliding that, for I don't ten minutes. Doesn't take ten like minutes. for our planet. Doesn't it take like if you were to somehow fall straight through, like without like fuck gravity? If you were to somehow fall straight from one side of the Earth to the other, doesn't that take ten minutes? So no. that's a thing that I don't think. Again, I don't think the writer understands because. <laughs> Because, like, the only thing I can think of is if it's, like, a super curly slide that goes like this, and so it, like, takes, like, three times as long to go down, because you're just, like... Is it bad? Is it bad that they like, it's a super long, straight one? They just gain (laughs) speed slowly. So that's the thing, but then, like, like, he gets to the bottom, and then he's just fine. He doesn't die from the fact that he just (laughs) ain't going the speed of sound. His legs are fine, despite earlier them being super bloody for no reason. But (laughs) he's straight metal spy thing. He has superpowers. Like, it's fine. The superpowers didn't stop him from getting thigh rub. Like, he's going down this slide for 10 minutes. Again, like, I know, I know the thing is... traveling at 400 miles an hour. It's like, I'll get you! Yeah, I know the thing is, like, oh, wow, I must be going so fast. But again, my thing is, imagine falling for 10 minutes. And supposedly sliding is faster than falling. So how fucking deep... Down yeah, this goddamn thing is. I know I joked about seven thousand steps, but this would literally be if it took ten minutes to slide down. Mm-hmm. What does it take to walk up the stairs? <laughs> yeah, um, so they I must think have like I... landings with like sleeping bags and shit, because it would take you like a long as fucking time. Yes, and <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we continue, I have some serious question. Is this one of the slides or like like the metal slides that get super hot in the summer? Bitch, that's, that's what I said years. a few minutes that's ago. That's what we were talking about so, earlier. So they weren't really described as metal. They were described as like made out of stone, but just like polished stone. By so, the way, that would fuck up his legs even worse, probably. By the way, I don't know if you have like a stopping point in mind. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm getting to the end. It is fine. So, yeah, so, like, he goes on the slide and everything, and then, um, this, I guess, this this very, uh, this very powerful sorcerer, he's, like, the leader of everything, and he attacks Aragon, and, like, they fight and everything, and then, essentially, uh, like, you know, this, like, sorcerer, they're, like, doing, like, mind attacks and everything, (laughs) and then, um, Aragon enters this sorcerer's mind, and he finds out that, you know, his name's Durza. And, like, it's it's so weird, because literally, he does this thing where it seemed like he wanted the sorcerer to kind of, like, be important or something. So, literally, like, they give him, like, this kind of Naruto tragic backstory. <laughs> Here so, comes like, Slipknot, the man that can climb anything. <laughs> literally. So, like, literally, they, um, yeah, so, like... 
So it turns out that, like, he had a rough life, and he lived in, like, a nomad tribe, and, you know, they cast out his family because his father was an oathbreaker, and then, and like, his, his parents died! to murder Naruto and all of this. Yeah, literally, literally. So, like, yeah, so, like, so literally, because, like, uh, like, and then his parents die, and then, like, someone who, like, you know, um, like, he manages to find Durza, you know, as he's a child, and... The, like, you know, the guy is actually, like, an evil sorcerer. Just like, ooh, ooh evil sorcerer dead now. So then, like, <laughs> so then Durza is like, oh, you know, like, I want to cheat sorcery. You know, so like, I want to be taught sorcery. Please tell me, please tell me. And then essentially, like, the sorcerer dad also uh, gets killed by bandits. And then, so, like, <laughs> so what happens? Like, you know, a Durza, you know, he, he summons spirits and then those spirits possess him. And then that's like, and then he becomes like super evil. And then right when that happens, Aragon's like, "Okay, you know, I'm just gonna kill you now. <laughs> I'm just gonna kill you now." And then like, you know, um, essentially what happens is that like, uh, so like right before Aragon's about to like kill the sorcerer guy, he gets like slashed on the back, and then like he's about to like get killed, and then uh, Sephira and Arya they basically like break through the freaking ceiling. <laughs> it makes any sense. They break through like the freaking ceiling, and then like you know the sorcerer is um is uh what's the making for? He's, like, caught off guard, essentially. And then, like, Aragon manages to stab him in the heart. <laughs> and, like, that's literally kind of the end. Um, like, the rest of the book is just like, oh, yeah, you know, that was interesting. <laughs> so it's like how- Remember that so, time you killed that sorcerer? Literally. That's just how it is. And, like, that's just the end of the first book of, Ar- um, of the Inheritance Cycle. Okay. And so what do you guys think? Is this stupid? Is this hell? Do you also think that Arya's hot? <laughs> uh, no, I think Zephyr's hot and Arya's just a, we call a poser. Okay, Dom uh, from Shrek. Like, see, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Zephyr got jealous, you know. <laughs> Arya wishes she had this blue bedazzled bedonkadonk. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kinda like... My brain is no longer able to absorb things, so I kind of don't know what has happened in the last like. Me either. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying to parse. Okay, what happened? Like not much. He got he fainted, got kidnapped, got fainted again. Sorry, before kidnapped. all that, he found a dragon. Well, I know but- I was on board until like. They made her un-unconscious, and then I'm just like, now my brain is full, and yeah. I don't work. <laughs> Maybe the was hot up. and fast. That's all he needs to know. I apologize if that was a little bit too much. Um, maybe I'll go a little bit slower next time for the second book. Um, uh, I think it's just because we've already been, like, we've been recording for two and a half hours, but we've been mm-hmm. on call for, like, three hours. Yes. Oh. <laughs> We have like an hour of pre-roll. So like, oh well, I deleted that. <laughs> I deleted it too, but we we had that pre-roll at one point. But yeah. no, no, I think like I think you did a good job. Um, well, next time I'll, um, next time I'll have some pictures and I'll probably fun. describe it a little bit more um, for our audience and also for people here. Um, but yeah, this is just a nonsense book that was made by a, uh, like, 16-year-old, and you can tell. 
It's very weird and very strange, <laughs> and it gets weirder. It's extremely weirder. Oh, I'm yeah, very interested to know. Arya so seems like he is like dying of leprosy, and this bitch is still hot. I would. I'm very curious, like if. Because he doesn't know how to transition scenes. It sounds like he doesn't know how to end books either. If the rest of the book was just like, huh, that was funny. Uh, so I'm like kind of curious how he finally fucking wraps it up. Like, <laughs> it's it's very interesting. It just it's interesting. Um, I won't I, I won't spoil anything, but it's 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 someone who doesn't get better at writing, and it's like he like because like the writer about Paolini gets older. But then, like, he still keeps doing things that make no sense. <laughs> so, for example, um, Paolini, I didn't actually bring this up, but he loves to use thesauruses. So, like, you're like, oh, I want to use a fancy word now. So he'll put, like, fecund. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, just random words. It just doesn't make any sense. God. But yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, it just, it's very strange. They <laughs> just... <laughs> published it because they're like you know what our son's pretty good let's publish it <laughs> Ari is so hot did you know <laughs> did you know guys <laughs> no but like did you know Arya was hot <laughs> did you know <laughs> it would only be worse if like she becomes less hot as she heals from her torture <laughs> God, analyze that therapist. Analyze now. Well, I guess we'll wrap up. Yeah. Feel, no one else is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, been real, guys. Signing out. <laughs> this is right now. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.